Welcome back to another episode of Getting Strange with Stevie Moe. I'm Stevie Moe, currently sitting across a computer screen from, um, I would say now he's my good buddy Jacob. Uh, he might think it's something different. I, I don't know. I mean, where do we stand? Like, where? what are we? Well, uh, last time we talked in person, I think uh, you wanted to fight me. I, so, You know, that, that sounds that. like me. But you fight with siblings, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, brothers fight. Yeah. No, I mean, I'd be happy to fist fight you. That, that, be a good time. I, I think be a that's, good time for me. I think that's one that you might underestimate. <laughs> <laughs> did you not see me? Yeah. Did you not see me score off with Big Mike, who was six four and actually almost killed me? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. So, <laughs> all right, where was I trying to fight you at? Because this is hilarious. Uh, gosh, that was the the shoot last yeah. year. I was I was definitely at sizing the, you up the damn bar. Yeah. Oh shit! Is okay, that well? We were drinking at old uh, old Jigs's in Alexis, Illinois. Yep. Right after yep. the WCB shoot, and uh, you know you're you're not a uh, you're not a small. Uh, I'm gonna be having an easy day tossing you around. At least you know not to the sober eye. I had a couple of uh, what the hell was I drinking, <laughs> dude? Did somebody have old Milwaukee light in there? Oh, I'm sure. No, there was like it was weird because it was uh no there was old, it was old Milwaukee so there was. Miller lights, bush lights, of course, and like old Milwaukee's. And yeah, I got a few of those in me. And I thought I was uh, feeling what ten foot tall and bulletproof, but yeah, I mean, you sure talk a big game. I mean, I do. There's eight. always that. But... Hey, I, I, that, dude, I'm sixty nine inches tall in cowboy boots. You know, Flip you on your head perfect. real quick. There's one thing. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing you're good at it's talking. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Probably couldn't fight your way out of a wet paper bag, but you know, no. you'll talk your whole way. The no. whole way through it, so no, I couldn't. In my whole <laughs> life, I've been made fun of by like, how I walk. Like I got a goofy gait, so like, cause I'm like always like hunched over, and my dad has the same walk, and I'm like, fuck, that's what I look like. So I can talk the talk. Literally, I walk a goofy walk. So, oh yeah, talk goofy talk, <laughs> talk and walk goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh yeah, something. yeah. We didn't fight though. No, that we was didn't. The thing. We, we didn't, didn't. We didn't do that. Yeah, because no. because uh, yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd say. I'd say we're friends, though. So. All right, perfect. Yeah, because I didn't want to catch a felony it. charge from uh, knocking out out-of-towners, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't happen. Let's face it. Like, if, if there's anything that I'm, like, 100% for sure about in my life, it'd be that you wouldn't kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I've got the I've got the heart of an old lion. And I've got nope. the pun- and I've got the punching power of a frog, dog. So what's up? Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. God. <laughs> all right. Next time I see you, I'm gonna uh, avoid you at all costs. I guess shit. There he is. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. There's um, one thing we accomplished from this podcast. It's that. Yeah. That I. So. Uh, that I finally. <laughs> I, fi- I finally know my place. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. I love that. Oh so, yeah. So I got you on here because I uh, I saw and I'm very very happy for you. You have a brand new project coming out. It's a uh, podcast, and as soon as I saw it come out, I was like, "All right, this is the shit." It was like a cool combination because I you know I I met you, kind of got to know you a little bit through social media, and then when I heard about this, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking perfect." Awesome, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I just uh, came out with Victory Drive podcast it's uh under the working class bow hunter umbrella kind of like you except i'm not stuck behind a paywall it's the only thing oh no this is this isn't the uh, patreon one this is uh 
This oh is yeah, it's not. This, this is, is the, the free one. This is yeah. the new one. Oh, this is the free. Oh, so we're out in the open right now. Oh, we're we but... are totally out in the open, dude. <laughs> this one, this one's free flying. Don't worry, you're not the only oh, one who awesome. did that. I had Clint Casper on here for about like 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, this isn't the Patreon podcast. He's like, it's not. I go, no. He's like, I can. Oh yeah. He's like, I can go nuts. I'm like, yeah. And he just stayed exactly the same. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> nice, perfect. Yeah, but I guess for some reason I thought that maybe you were just doing your Patreon shit on YouTube now a little bit or something. No, no I'm hey, doing, uh, I'm so doing, this is your own thing. Yeah. But so this is multi- very exciting. Oh yeah. But if you stick around long enough, we can do a pay, uh, paywall one and we can talk even more shit. Hey, <laughs> it don't matter. Hey, we can do whatever. I ain't got shit going on tonight. Besides, I, like I said, I gotta eat supper. Ooh, That's about it. There you go. So, Hey, uh, if you're not oh, yeah. subscribed to the working class bow hunter, Patreon, you might want to, cause things might get a little feisty over there. Make it, make it spicy. Oh my God. It's so spicy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But like I was saying, yeah, I uh, started Victory Drive podcast. It's a podcast about guns and military shit and everything else. Basically, basically anything else that has to do with hunting and outdoor related shit that's not fishing or bow hunting or archery stuff. So basically, I got the I'm doing all the firearm related stuff. And then you know that I was as in the military for quite a while, and um, yeah, so there's gonna be a lot of that too. So it's pretty pretty exciting, pretty new. I got. I think five episodes out now. Well, there will be five by this Wednesday. So, well, there you go. And that's, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's really an untapped market. So WCB has just taken over and they've done some amazing shit since I've been gone. Uh, gee, I don't know if that's a coincidence, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, kind of now they're, uh, taken under a, a firearm, um, you know, tapping into that market because that's a huge, huge market. Whereas in the Midwest, I mean, it seems like bow hunting's just this king. You know, except for like shotgun. It is for those those weekend warriors that get out two weekends a year and mm-hmm. kill half the deer. It's like, it's yeah. Like, I, I, well, the, the thing with um, Midwest hunting is bow hunt. Yeah, yeah, bow hunting is king in the Midwest for sure when it comes to whitetails because your season is so much longer. And you get to, it's just, the Midwest is really set up for bow hunting, you know, with small farming properties and shit and everything else. But uh, the gun hunting, it's really, yeah, it is like a lot of weekend warriors, like you're saying that they're not super, like they love being outside, they love being outdoors, but it's mostly, mostly a lot of the guys that are out there during the gun season in Iowa and Illinois and whatnot, they're, you know, blue collar working guys. They can't take a whole lot of time off, but they and carve out a couple weekends to go shoot some deer with a gun. So that's kind of what, what attracts a lot of those guys in the Midwest firearms. But yeah, and I, you know, it, we talk a lot of shit about them. I'm starting to get to the point in my life where I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm starting to get lazy. I wouldn't mind just getting out one weekend a year, getting it done, mm-hmm. hanging out, <laughs> hanging out the rest. Yeah. But you don't know, no, it's, it's the, I wouldn't say it's lazy though. It's it's not because there's some guys that put in some time, you know. And again, it's like you said, oh, yeah. blue collar. You made it, it's it's hard to get some time off of work. Um, I uh, shit, where was I? Going? I? I had like two thoughts. One came up. Um, you know, when people ask me about difference between bow hunting and shotgun hunting, I'm like, yeah, bow hunting's great because. If the weather's not good, you can kind of sit one out. You can kind of be like, yeah, hey, you know, I don't really want to go out in the morning, go out in the afternoon. But like, 
gun hunting, you only get like that weekend where it's uh, shit. If it's fucking terrible, you have to be out there because you're not getting a whole lot of opportunities. Yeah. So it's it, it's take and give. I mean, obviously, I I just I, I love bow hunting a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going turkey hunting in Alabama in April. I don't know that I'm taking my bow. I'm like, dude, if I'm traveling all this way, man, I kind of want a sure thing. But it's not exactly a sure <laughs> thing with a with a shotgun, but my chances of getting dude, a some, bird are some other. <laughs> yeah, a little bit better. But the thing is, like, some motherfuckers can shoot their bow farther than you can shoot a shotgun. Yeah, when you're talking bird shot, dude. Like, I seen. I know it's not a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. But I seen John Dudley shoot a turkey at 105 yards with his bow. That may you, or may you not. You can't. Have... You cannot do that with a shotgun. I don't give a fuck. No. You cannot shoot a turkey at 105 yards. Unless you're using, obviously, if you're using a slug, but that's illegal. So <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that 100-yard shot is what got John Dudley fired from Realtree. And I, I think they were just kind of like, yeah. dude, we really can't have you doing this shit. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, it's a little... Uh, if people still talk so about you, it. You, you put it out there for the whole world to see. Yeah, you, you put it out there for the whole world to see, and you get a lot of opinions, and people are like, you know, that's unethical. And Yeah, okay, you're right. There, a lot can go wrong, but you still did it. Yeah, like, it's he, still possible. You can't do that with that a shotgun. Thing, <laughs> so, yeah, you smoked it. I've watched that a couple times. I'm like, oh, man. I, like, I don't know that anybody needs to flex that hard, but he did, and he did it he did. flawlessly. So it's like, all right, cool, you yeah. got that. He felt the need. He I, felt the need to be like, hey, I'm the new kid in the block. Because that was back in like, what was that? It had been like the early 2000s. Yeah. Probably. Was he, was he still like a tournament archer at that point? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to be feeling I'm really. I'm pretty sure. Dude, you got to be feeling. I think he just. Yeah. Because if you're not he's, feeling yourself like that, you're not going to put that on a video. Hell no. Hell no. Makes you wonder how many shots he took at turkeys like that that he missed. If he did or if he actually it was just like cold bore here we go freaking pulls it back and let her let her rip at 105 <laughs> yards and just smokes it <laughs> yeah I, oh man because we do the uh and we've done it for a quite a while the 100 yard shot um it's it's been at every wcb shoot uh the last couple of ones have been God, what the hell is the doe's name doris 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 the doe yep <clears throat> And you launch arrows at a hundred yards at that target, they're getting wild. I I understand if you practice at a hundred yards consistently, you'll be good at it. But dude, I'm I'm still just thinking about that turkey shot and how to say he smashed it. I'm thinking about how many arrows I've launched at Doris. I don't think I've ever gotten it in the uh, in the soft spot, and I've probably launched. I've only launched like ten because I'm cheap. I'm not trying to lose that many fucking arrows. <laughs> Uh-oh, did we lose him? I think we might have lost Jacob. Do I still have internet? Oh, God oh. damn it. Hey, there, there he are. is. Son of a bitch. I think it's uh, my internet connection is unstable. Sounds like my ex. <laughs> 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 That's the thing I just got up. All right, I still got you here. Yeah. We're here. You just froze up for a while there. We both froze up. You were talking mad shit. You're like, that cheap. I was literally just talking about how cheap I am, and then my internet freezes up. <laughs> <laughs> cheap fuck, dude. Get some good, 
good internet. I know. I need Starlink, dude. Make my life yeah. so much better. You live out in the country? No, I'm in the city right now. No. There's a. Uh, I found a house. What the fuck? So you have no excuse. I know, dude. <laughs> absolutely no excuse. My. Myself, I got Verizon for like cell phone internet. It's dog shit. I can't even like load up music while I'm stuck in traffic. It's just like I'm in the middle of the city. Really? Like, why am I paying this much for it? And when we go down to uh, Hunt, where where me and my buddy Brandon, where he's got property, dude, I can't even send a text message. Like, just no, absolutely no signal. This dude just sitting there streaming like fucking TikToks and stuff. And I'm like, dude, this guy's got the and he's got US cellular. So depends on where you're. Well, you no, gotta make the switch. No wait, he's got AT and T. That's what it was. Which I'm not paying for AT and T. Was expensive. It's as expensive as Verizon. Mm. Dude, they're putting well. At least it works. Sounds like. Well, they're, they're all they're doing is just funneling the five G. That five G's coming. Yeah, there. starting. I, I already feel safe. Like... Oh yeah, dude. I've I have cancer in my brain from it. I think. Don't you? Are, so, like, realistically, aren't you a um? Do you do towers or are you linemen? No, I I used to work on the wind turbines. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, used to. I I quit that job. Well, I didn't quit. Uh, I was working for GE, and my contr our contract at that site ran out, and they didn't renew. So I was kind of like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? So it was either travel around and do wooden tech shit, which I didn't want to do, or find a different job. So I found a different job. Good in my hometown. So. It's nice. It's yeah. a lot better. Did I fuck uh, those wind turbines, dude? And you guys aren't making shit like <clears throat> we. Uh, there, this guy was telling me that some people came up from Texas, and they're like, "Oh, we're making great fucking money up here. They're only making like twenty six an hour up here to do that shit." And it was like, "Yep." I go, dude. I make more than that as a third year apprentice, or I was at the time. And I'm like, mm -hmm. and I hang ductwork, and I build it. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't do any crazy shit. And that's if that's a career choice that you like, either you got nothing else going on, or you really enjoy climbing up that high mm -hmm. and doing that. I like, I couldn't. Well, they get per diem. The guys that are traveling. They're oh getting yeah, diem, and it's pretty good. So that per diem, I mean, you're talking really a hundred bucks a day or more, depending on the company. But uh, I mean. When I left there, I was making like thirty-two bucks an hour, and that was pretty, pretty decent for Wintex, which is not saying much, especially with the way it is now. When I started, I was I started at nineteen fifty, and that shit sucked. Yeah, fuck that. Like, how long? Uh, how long a days do you work up there? I mean, I don't know. It depends depends on how much work there is that day. Um, I mean, it depends on site too. The first site I was at, at we were working. In four, like we were in four tens, but uh, but a lot of times they turn into like six twelves, so Ew. it just all depended. If that there's the shit decided to start breaking, then you had to go up there and fix it. So, there have been a time you climb all the way up the wrong tower. No, Whew. well, yeah, once, but not I didn't climb it, someone else climbed it, then we're like, oh shit, wrong tower. So he had to climb back down. So I was there. I was about to climb. So I just didn't. I just didn't yet until we we, we realized it. <laughs> How long of a climb is that? Because I've always thought about that. I'm like shit. You know, I can climb up a ladder like pretty okay, but no, I was I can do it. And I was I don't know eight minutes with no assist or so. I, I guess that's not awful. No, with with us like with the climb assist because they have, most of the towers have climb assist and shit in them. And with that, you're talking. 
four minutes, maybe. Maybe. To get like 300 feet up? Yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah. I guess you're yeah, yeah. climbing, what, five feet a second? Something like that. You know, maybe a little bit more. That's... You know, I never really thought about that. I always wondered how long it took to get up there, you know, especially with, like, cranes. And I'm like, what time do you start, you know, your day? It's like, shit, do you start your day on the ground? Or does, do you start it when you climb all the way up there? So it's like, ah, I got to better get to work a half hour early. <laughs> yeah. No. It's start when you get in the shop. You have your little meeting and shit. You have your little safety meeting and everything else. Figure out what you're doing that day. And then dispatch out and work until it's done and come back. And you're good. Yeah, fuck but, that. Fuck yeah, it, it wasn't bad, but it was just, I don't know. I think I was just saying it wasn't bad at the time because I'd just gotten out of the army and went straight into being a wooden tech. So I was just happy to be home and not, you know, gone. So I was like, yeah, this is great. And then <laughs> as I left wind, I was like, man, fuck those turbines. <laughs> that shit sucked. <laughs> Does that shit make you sick seeing them? Like when you're driving down, especially if you uh, come down to like yeah. the studio uh, or the WCB studios, there's like the stretch a highway that dude they're just everywhere oh yeah it's a, they're mainly south yeah. of the uh, <laughs> I'm there's down. a lot of them in my area too it's just like man fuck these things fuck them <laughs> well you're back home you know you did uh you did some time in the army was that uh hmm. now were you originally born in iowa oh yeah yep okay so yep, born and raised and is, is like the army the first time like you got to get out in the world and go see the world and shit as an adult, yeah, I mean, we took family vacations and everything else, but yeah, it was my first time. I joined the army when I was 17, and then I, so I did a split op deal, so I did my basic training between my junior and senior year of high school, and then I came back, finished my senior year of high school, and I went back for my advanced advanced training is as an infantryman, so I had to go to AIT, so went out and did that. Came back and then, because um, I was in the guard. So I started out in the National Guard. And then right when I came back, I was going to go to college and all this other shit. And then we got deployment orders to Afghanistan. So I went there when I was 19 and then came back at 20 and then decided to go active, active duty and went active duty for six more years. Damn. So, yeah. So is that, uh, now is this uh, in the Army where you started getting a, um, you know, like obviously born in Iowa, there's a passion for guns, you know, like probably you grew up hunting, you know, always shooting shit. Mm-hmm. Buddies are always having, <clears throat> having something around. I mean, is this, uh, was your, you know, uh, curiosity in firearms before this? And if it was before this, did any of that kind of judge where you're like, all right, if I'm coming back into the army, like I want to pick a career path, um, that has to do, you know, maybe like your, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know what else, like you know t- maybe if you wanted to start testing firearms or like get into that realm. Um, mm-hmm. So there was a guy that we were talking about mm-hmm. that he <clears throat> he was in for long enough and then came to the arsenal and now he like works on like testing like artillery and shit like that and I was like dude that sounds like a fucking awesome job <laughs> but oh yeah that'd be best you know yeah, yeah no uh, when so yeah when I growing up I always you know I I can't remember when I got my first gun. I was pretty young. My dad bought a 22. And I, you know, I spent my whole life out there plinking and shooting cans and birds and all that shit around, just around the, around, around the, the yard. But then, uh, yeah, I started hunting when I was young, but I just grew up doing gun hunting stuff in Iowa, you know, running around, pushing, pushing some deer and all that stuff. But we weren't in like a big, a big group. It was just me and my dad and my buddy and his dad. 
so grew up doing that and then uh uh yeah i joined the army pretty young and when infantry i joined because my i have a really good friend he decided to join and he kind of talked me into it so i was like ah fuck it i'll go i'll go you went so i'll go and uh so i joined and yeah we went to you know training together and got put in the same platoon then we deployed all that good stuff and you know i ended up i got my brother in the army too before i before we deployed so me and my brother actually we deployed together we were in the same company so yeah then coming back you know having those super cush government jobs when you get out of the army would be badass but i didn't want to go anywhere else i wanted to come back to come back home and there's none of that stuff around here so kind of limited my options of getting into the whole testing stuff or getting into the gun gun industry or doing anything like that because i wanted to come home and be a dad so chose to do that instead i mean there's a there's important things in life and you know i i I think maybe you made the right call because you know just the way that things shake out now here you are you are yeah. uh now he had a firearm podcast you know it just yeah it all comes uh it comes around it's just uh it's when it happens it happens and now it's happening and now me and you get to talk about some uh <laughs> fun firearm shit oh so, yeah yeah yeah. It's, yeah it's good i uh i was born and raised in illinois um there is a vast difference between Illinois and Iowa firearm laws. Oh yeah. And it is it is one of the dumbest things going. And I'm going to harp on uh on so so I'm going to get political here. Go one for of it. the Do it. very first things that went <clears throat> All right, let, let me let me paint a picture for everybody here. It is 20 23 it is january of 2023 uh we are facing record inflation uh the pandemic was a a, a thing we <laughs> we have a sitting president that can't form a fucking sentence <laughs> without being like what the fuck is this dude sa-? like they clearly it's not there is nothing right. Illinois is trillions of dollars, no, billions of dollars in debt. They have a history of the most corrupt politicians, most governors that did time in fucking jail. The roads are shit. Poverty is out fucking rages. Gas is a dollar more expensive than it needs to be. During the midterm elections, the this big red wave that didn't happen, by the way, and that's Republicans' no. fault. Stop putting stupid oh, yeah, fucking 100%. people. Like your Republicans are, oh, we're gonna go like st-. no, no. People are tired of the this way, this way. Illinois did not get a red wave. What they got was no. Democrats took control again. What is the very first thing you think after all the problems that I mentioned? Inflation, you can't even... Mm -hmm. There was like a baby Mm -hmm. formula shortage. There was... Fucking, you can't even get parts. We have a... a, Everything is going fucking wrong. People can't afford shit anymore. So what's the first law they decided to pass? Oh, let's go ahead and ban uh, assault weapons and the sale and manufacture of them. Assault weapons. Assault weapons. Um... Okay, what the fuck are we doing here? So we've got 
Well, that's pretty important, Steve. All right. Let's let's face it. Like, I I know you just laid the groundwork here, mm-hmm. and we're talking really nice about all these politicians in Illinois and stuff. But they really really care about your safety. All they, right, that's number one for them. Number one. That's why you guys had very restrictive COVID policies too, because you know can't get COVID. So you know, yeah. Don't get your they haircut. got your back. Is what I'm trying to say. You know, yeah. the governors and all and all your senators and. Um, representatives in Illinois, they really, really care about your safety, Steve. And they, banning those those dirty, dirty assault weapons oh, yeah. and making the magazine capacities um, ten rounds or less, man, that's really going to save you. <sighs> that's way more important than way more important than economy. You know, because your safety matters, and we yeah. care about you. And also, mm-hmm. make sure that if you're going to enter this building. We're going to stick you with a needle full of something that we expressed and got to, well, we express no. made, but yet there was like millions already laying around. Like, wow, we had an experiment. Well, you're, you're trying to put this on YouTube? No. no uh, well, it might. It might not go on YouTube now. Okay. Well, <laughs> after the, not after that. No, because <laughs> yeah, that like, ain't going on, dude. I, uh, it's killed. Yeah, I got, I got right <laughs> to there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is probably getting pulled. This, this might get pulled off Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's face it, you're not you're just starting, so it'll be really easy to quash you. Quick. Yeah, yeah. They're so. they don't they don't care about it. I'll just start another one. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's you're like uh, steroids. Yeah. Dubs up say we're they just talking keep about, making new ones. Yeah, we were talking about being on the gas. <laughs> I so Illinois clearly has their priorities in line. Yep. Uh do you know how many uh Firearm manufacturers are in uh, in just this area alone, the Quad City area. Well, one already left. I no. know, I know of at least two really big ones. Two already left. Lewis Machine and Tool went to Eldridge. Oh yeah. Uh, Go figure. It's just got to hop the river. Armalite went back to Arizona. By the way, mm. Armalite rifle is where you get um, AR from. If uh, anybody didn't yep. know that. But uh, if you want to call them assault rifles, which is fine, they can ban assault rifles because there's no such thing. So they just ban nothing. Fucking idiots. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of things that can assault you. You know. <laughs> yeah. You got assault knives, assault boots, an assault assault gloves, rifle, assault vehicle. You know what they're <laughs> you know what they're not banning? They're not banning assault short barrel rifles. No, they already banned them. I'm kidding. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, well, they didn't ban them. They're an NFA item. <laughs> yeah, because if... Uh, so that's that's arguably worse. <laughs> yeah, if, they, if the Fed boys catch you uh, with a barrel length less than, uh, oh, nine inches, you go to federal prison. I'm like, wait, but I thought the Second Amendment didn't say anything about uh, what uh, accessories a cannon can't have on this. But, you know, uh, we make up rules as mm-hmm. we go for our safety. Yes, because they care about you. They don't want you getting hurt, Steve. Yes. They love you. They don't want they don't want their shooting to happen because everyone knows that before you know because like okay obviously making newer laws that are more restrictive are going to stop the criminals oh yeah from committing crimes the war on drugs so is I don't a know huge success yeah it is a huge success um a lot of people everyone there's no more drugs I know of anywhere well in America so that's on. nice it. If the government doesn't create them, they don't thrive. 
Yes, that is a uh, government right. created the crack joke. Allegedly, LOL, JK, please don't ban me. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is with um, the thing is with politicians, if there's no problems, like let's say, okay, let's say we we got into this uh, liberal dem- uh, utopia where they everyone's like super happy and there's no problems and everything's perfect. What would be the point of having politicians then? Yeah, you can't. Who, they're not going to make money off when people are happy. Exactly. So when you think about it, when you, re- when you really break it down, it's like the left being so hardcore. Like the hardcore left makes a lot of sense, and the hardcore right makes a lot of sense because they have to be constantly. There has to be this constant ebb and flow and shifting of the Overton window, if you want to use that analogy. There has to be that constant battle, and it has to keep going back and forth. Otherwise, there'd be no reason to be a Republican or a Democrat or have politicians. Yeah. So they're all, they are all working together. Like, don't let them fool you. They might say they hate each other and they talk a big game, but they keep each other in power. So they do work together, even though it doesn't seem like they like to work together on the screen, but they, they fight all the time. They have to fight because that's how they garn. That's how they get. Um, I guess if you want to say like, that's how they get followers or get their um, voters. That's how they rile up the voter base, because if oh, there yeah. was no problems, there would be no reason for them to be here. The politicians is pro wrestling, dude. Oh, yeah. That's that's all it is. You think like you think they don't. They, <clears throat> you look at them and it's like, oh, my God, they're battling. Cool. They're both getting paid by you. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and that's the other thing. When you talk about Illinois, the Illinois gun laws, um, my brother and I, we actually just recorded a podcast about this last week um, on this topic, which is funny. But um thing with Illinois gun laws that pisses me off or Illinois or just the government in general when they make these gun laws is that the government has unlimited funds. They aren't going to go dry because they're going through court cases and losing them or winning them. They're not going to lose their money because they can just tax you more. Yes. Those take those take more of your money if they need more of your money to fight the good fight. But the gun rights groups like gun gun owners of America, the NRA, you know, the, all these different firearms coalitions and all these other groups, they work off of your good graces on your giving on your dollars that are already taxed. Yeah. The money, the little bit of money you have left over after taxes, you decide I'm going to give some to these groups because I believe in them, but they have a limited amount of money. If they run out of that money, then it's not going to come back in unless they get more people giving money, but they have to get people to give it. The politicians don't have to do that. They will just tell you, we need more money, and then you're going to have to pay more in taxes, because if you don't, then you're going to go to prison or dead. Yeah, that's so, fucked up to think about. They take your money to fight you. Yeah, and they hate your rights, so they use your money. They take your money from you forcefully. Some people call it stealing. They take your money from you forcefully, and then they use that money to take more of your rights away. So, but yeah, definitely uh, make sure you don't start a fuss when they put that extra dollar per gallon of gas on you. Which Illinois it's all for the greater good did. Yeah, it's all for the greater good. Like <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, I like this new trend where people get into office and they're like, oh, he's not a politician. And I have ragged mm-hmm. on, uh, I didn't like a lot of shit that Donald Trump 
did. I didn't. I liked some of the shit he did. I wasn't like a huge Trump guy. Like I got, I got buddies that are like fucking Trump twenty four, like already rocking the hats. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. that's, that's like me rocking a Bengals twenty twenty six Super Bowl champ hat. <laughs> I'm like, man, <laughs> this is, we're gonna like, take it in this year, this yeah. time. Yeah, and in yep. two years, man, it's a rebuilding year. Like, it's like they're they're just getting draft picks and ready for uh for Trump's now Super Bowl run. But I, uh, yeah. everyone's like, well, he's not a politician. I go, was he not president of the United States? And they go, well, yeah, but I was like, that's probably the uh, highest political office you could ever hold. He is a politician. Well, he's not a politician. I go, I watch pro wrestling. I know how heels and baby faces work. <laughs> I'm like. The greatest, and it's like the devil, the greatest trick that a politician could ever pull is convincing you that they're not a politician. Like, don't play with me. And it's, you know, I, I, again, there's a lot of people that love Trump. They're going to be mad as fuck at me, but I'm like, I'm like, did he not get paid? Did he not get paid by the the same? He made, and he had to make money. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't know. He was already extremely wealthy. So he didn't. He didn't take a paycheck from when, when he was in office. I don't know. I think with the whole the whole Trump thing, it's like the only thing I had against him is he, he was a fucking dick. Sure, oh, yeah. But the the biggest thing is like a lot of the big hardcore Trump supporters that you know Trump can't do any wrong. You talk to him, and it's like, but he's the only president that I know of that um, passed an executive order banning a gun accessory. So are we pro two A? Are we not? Yeah, they you know, they, like, they, a bump stock and bump stocks are fucking gay, but still, <laughs> it's like it was a he still banned it. Like, you should still be able to own a bump stock if you want to own a bump stock. Whether or not they're efficient, I would argue that they're not. But if you want one, you should be able to have one. And he executive ordered that shit right out of there. So, yep. And I, I, I tell people they're like, like, man, Trump's gonna get guns. And I'm like, he's uh enacted more gun control than Obama did. And yeah. uh, the one thing when he was always talking about, he wanted, and I believe this should happen, was national reciprocity. Because you cannot have yep. your obeying. I, I fight with this, but I kind of respect it because you got to respect each state's rights. But there are certain things that it's. Yes and no. Like and yeah, because I think you see where I'm going. It's like yes, because mm-hmm. the Second Amendment, it's literally shall not be infringed upon. All right, having to get like things like a FOID card is very much an infringement on your mm-hmm. right to own and possess a firearm. Um, mm-hmm. and now this is going to sound kind of controversial, but I, having it, having a felony against you is a reason why you can't. That is technically an infringement because if the government decides they want to do illegal shit. Um, and you're a felon, and you can't defend yourself because it's illegal for you to defend yourself against a tyrannical government. I'm like, that's now we're starting to get into some weird waters. I understand. Mm-hmm. I don't want violent felons having guns or people who have done harm with firearms to have guns. But also for me needing uh, you guys to do a full on background check and then certain check social media to see if it's okay if I can own or possess a firearm due to what you say, that's an infringement, I would think. Yeah, the thing is, you do your background check, it comes back, you're not a felon, get a gun. It That's that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be there. Uh, those mandatory waiting periods that a lot of states have enacted, 
is a total fucking is it's okay. It's absolutely ridiculous because they use that to say, well, it'll give them time to think about if they really want to commit a mass shooting. And we think if they wait three or four days or a week or a month, then they're not going to want to commit that mass shooting anymore. But it's like, man, if you've gone as far as to buying a gun in order to enact a mass shooting, guess what? You're still going to do it. Yeah, I don't think whether it's, you have to uh... wait a week or a month or whatever, you're still going to do it. You still went through the process. Like, you're not going to stop. Yeah. Oh, Let's I was going to. Sh- it's fucking retarded. Yeah, I was going to shoot up the school on Wednesday, but I guess I can't wait till Friday. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, this is ridiculous. Why? Why? Why'd you do it on Friday? Because I had to wait to get my gun. No, you never yeah. hear that. It's why you no. did it. It's always some fucking answer that's out in left goddamn field. That's never. The only time mass shootings are planned. You don't really hear an answer. No, you never really do. The only time mass shootings are planned is when the government. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, hey, the fucking trail of tears or whatever that's called. Yeah, Jesus. You ever read about that shit? Uh, in school when they slaughtered all them poor Indians, well, yeah, or we, Native Americans, or you know, because you, you, you always hear like a, a lot of you know people say like you know fuck Christopher Columbus, the you know America didn't treat the natives well, and you're like, well, what? And then you hear stories like that, and you're like, all right, now I'm starting to see where you guys are coming from because that was fucked up. It's there's been well a lot. Christopher Columbus uh, he yeah okay he did some yeah they did some fucked up shit it is what was it the fucking fifteen hundreds yeah yeah because everyone was squeaky clean back in the fifteen hundreds everyone was all fucked up you know like that's just the the time of the matter is but the thing about the only the real problem I have with Christopher Christopher Columbus is the fact that that fucking idiot thought we we're he was in India yeah. That's why he called them Indians, because he thought he was in India forever. And he just refused to believe that it was actually not India. So like he got blown off course. He's like, this is India. These are Indians. Yeah. Cool. It's like, yeah, not. Did you, but, uh, you kind of, kind of a little bit off subject, but I was watching this documentary about the Vikings made it to America and actually met with like native tribes. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they they ended up killing a bunch of each other, but then they uh, they oh, fucking sure. skedaddled, and this would have been like three, four hundred, maybe almost a thousand years before, maybe not a thousand years. I think that's a that's a bit of a stretch. No, it was hundreds, hundreds, so, yeah. I think it was like three or four hundred years ago. I think it was like I think the Vikings got into America. Like, well, I shouldn't say America, not America as a country, but North America. Yeah, because they were they in Nova Scotia or whatever. Right? Ended, well, was, yeah, yeah, Canada, right? The the whatever is it Nova Scotia? That's the port. Yeah, on that side, I thought they got as far down into maybe the main, like maybe. not main area, but yeah, that's a because Greenland's just right there. Yeah, I mean they, I I think they might have gotten there, but they definitely landed in Canada from what I've read. But it, I think that was like the eleven hundreds or something. Yeah, they uh, so yeah, and they don't quote me on that exactly, but. Yeah, surprise, surprise! They did some fucked up shit to uh, people who weren't their own. Which, yeah, that's a uh, that's a very very um, common theme when you look at history. But uh, surprise, surprise! We are living in the easiest times ever known to man. We're living in the easiest, safest times ever known to man. Right now, today, as we speak, the easiest life has ever been for humans. And we're sitting here bitching about if a guy should have a gun or not. That's going to just go in the backyard and shoot some targets or take it out hunting or do whatever he wants with it. 
yeah. or just feel better about himself just for fun. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's you know when was the last we're sitting here bitching about that, <laughs> right? When was the last time uh, the uh, British Empire uh, took everything that we have and all our artifacts? <laughs> it's been a good long fucking while. Yeah, we've uh, we've got it pretty good, but yeah, we, for some reason, for some reason, we still got to make it better. Which I, I I agree, there's still a lot of fucked up shit hey. in the world, but it's not as bad as it could be. Sure, and we shouldn't stop fighting against the fucked up shit. But let's actually fight against the fucked up shit. Like, um, I don't know all the crazy. The, uh, the all the all let's talk a little war here. It's like hey, here we go. all the wars we've been in for the past fucking twenty plus years. Like why don't we start with like the really heinous shit that these fucking politicians have put us through rather than if your next door neighbor Bob should have a shotgun or a fucking rifle. Right? Maybe we should worry about what our our leaders as a country are doing to other people across the world. In in the name of safety, or in the name of national security, or in the name of to fight terrorism, or in whatever they whatever they put their stamp on, that's bad. They're waging wars all across the world for little to no gain, honestly, and it's it's insanity. So maybe we should start fighting against that a little bit more, fighting against these corrupt ass fucking politicians, and maybe gain some more of our freedoms back. And then everyone would be a little bit happier. And then and then maybe we can have a chit chat about. If our community could be safer with or without guns, yeah, we say little to no gain. Um, yeah, the countries don't gain anything, but uh, the politicians sure do. Oh yeah, yeah the people well, that's who got obvious. Snake, like, yeah, like Raytheon get, and fucking what's uh what's the big aerospace? The uh, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, the uh, it, Boeing. They're in, no, they're not Boeing. They're in uh, Colorado. Not Rockwell. <clears throat> not Rockwell Collins. Um. Or the bomb maker. Also another good one. What what maker? A bomb maker? Uh, yeah, the people who make like missiles oh, and shit. Mm. I know Boeing. And I know Bo- I think Boeing's in Colorado too. There's a bunch of them. There's a fucking. There's too many of them. Is what it is. <laughs> They're making. There's too many of them. A fuckload of money. Now here's what I don't mm-hmm. get about. Uh, I guess I understand why. A government wants gun control. It's easier to control your citizens, and if they get out of hand, mm-hmm. you'll be able to take care of them. That's the whole point of the Second Amendment, um, is to not allow that to happen. If you don't have that, um, you basically turn into China, and anything you have, you get shut down because you don't have a way to fight back. Um, I just don't, like, so with, like, the ARs going first, I don't know if they're just doing a test run, but, like, where's the money in that? That that's the big curious thing to me. I'm like, wh- th- this law doesn't make sense because anytime I see a law being passed, aside from like, uh, I'm not gonna say common sense because common sense gun laws is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, yeah, it's a nonsensical statement. You know, when 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 they say like uh, laws against like uh, you know um, not molesting children, like yeah, that's a law that I believe everybody could get behind, except if you're uh, wink wink Epstein, J.K. LOL. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have money, I guess it's okay. But where is the money in banning ARs right now? Because they, it's, not necessarily, it's, not, it's not necessarily that there's money in the ban itself. It's just the it's it's, it's the first step stepping stone because AR-15s and quote unquote assault rifles are they're easy. It's low hanging fruit for them because it's it's easy to those weapons are easy for people on the left to be scared of. It's easy for people on the right to be like, do we really need them? 
it's an easy target is what I'm saying for all, both sides. Like I've talked to pro gun guys. They're like, what do we really need 30 round magazines? Do we really need hundred round magazines? It's like motherfucker. It ain't about the need for it. Like just for everyday use. It's the fact that we should be able to have it if we want to. Yeah. It's I, the fact that we're living in a free fucking country. I thought, and that we should be able to have the same, at least close. This is something that we should be able to have if we want to, as long as we're not psychos. You know, it's like it's one of those things. Like, I've heard gun, like pro gun guys, talking about that. Like, do we really need that though? Like, you can shoot my AR just fine with a fifteen round, ten round magazine. Like, yeah, you can. But motherfucker, what's next? What is next? That's the biggest thing with me. Yes, is what is after that? And the shooting still the shooting still happens. The violence still continues. What is next? Okay, so they make the magazine ban. Okay, and everyone's like, okay, that I'll stop gun violence. Oh shit, there's a mass shooting next week. Now what are we gonna do? Now we gotta actually ban the gun. Okay, now the guns, now ARs and assault rifles, ARs, AKs, all that shit. Now they're all banned. Oh holy fuck! Next month there's another shooting. Now what? When does it stop? When do we, as Americans and as gun owners and just anything, when do we say enough is enough and no more? You know, me, my, me personally, I think we should be, we shouldn't be on defense all the time. Like as gun owners and conservatives or pro two A guys or whatever you want to say, whatever name you want to call yourself, non lefties, non liberals, not like the pro gun area we'll just say that yeah. right because there are some dem- there's some democrats that are pro-gun there's a lot there's a lot but more where do we- there's a lot more but it's like where do we draw the line and in my opinion we should be fighting more for more gun rights rather than being on defense all the time because the longer we're sitting on defense the longer they have to bolster their offense because they're constantly on offense oh yeah 100%. all the time they're constantly jabbing and slicing and taking and not giving back constantly doing that it's very 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 effective and we're just sitting there like okay we'll just give them a little bit more because that but that's it that's it okay no another shooting happens emotions rise blah 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 blah. all right they want this like okay we'll give them one more next thing you know you're left with fucking nothing it's yeah it's uh it's it's wild man like they Just some of the stupid fucking things I've heard. And this is like, a, this has been a common theme, but I've, I've talked about it a bunch. One of the dumbest fucking things I read was uh, this guy goes, You know, you say you need your AR uh, in case the government gets out of hand. Do you really think your AR can stand up to the government who has F 15s? I go, Yeah, did you see what happened in fucking Vietnam? I go, They didn't or have Afghanistan. a. Or Afghanistan. Yeah, I'm like, the got, war I fought in, like, yeah, granted, we killed a lot of them, but at the same time, like, like, did we take over that country or did we did we win that war? Oh yeah, um, I yeah. don't know. It looks like the fucking Taliban's still in control. Yeah, so. I, was, I was gonna say thank you for your service and everything you did, and I'm sorry that you guys lost so many people just for us to lose that fucking country again. Yeah, like that's no, the thing. It's like it, nobody fucking remembers again. Here's going back to like the crooked shit that politicians did. Joe Biden lost us Afghanistan and he tried to blame it on Trump. He's like, well, he was going to make it. And, you know, they're doing all this dumb shit. We literally lost a country that Americans, British, Canadians, and a lot of other people bled for. Mm-hmm. And it's important that you take fucking guns because 
some psycho that was on a government list did what the government was wondering if he was going to do? I I go, so maybe it's just not... I know it's never a, a, a gun issue, but here's the thing. And everybody's going to hate this, and I know, and I've got a lot of friends that, that just don't want to get involved with it. But it's the way that, we, you know, we are in the safest time, but don't forget, humans are humans. Humans are fucking disgusting mm-hmm. animals, and we'll do vile shit to each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to oh, carry yeah. a gun, but do you think, and I, I ask people this, and I'm like, I hate to say it, but I'm like, you know, yeah, you don't want to carry a gun, but what would you rather carry with you, a gun or the guilt that you could have saved 20 kids' lives if you would have just had a gun on you and pulled the trigger when you were the first one to see the school shooter if they didn't right. get you? I'm like, which one's heavier? Well, I don't want to take a life. Cool, you're willing to let 15 kids die because you don't want to take a life? I'm like, you're going to have to live with that. I'm not saying that's a selfish thing, but I'm like, you know, think about it like that. You, as like teachers, and it, it's, I'm not saying it sucks that we had to get to this point. It's human fucking nature. It's the whole point why you is human fucking nature. Yeah, so it's the whole point why you care because you don't know what people are going to do. People randomly go in and just lose their shit and start blasting. It's Let, okay. So yes, you're absolutely right. That's the thing with free will and being yeah. a human. It's the that's the thing that we have to constantly worry about is that all Stephen can figure out. All you can stop is yourself from doing certain things, and all Jake can do is control himself. I can't control what the fuck anyone else does. At any time, at any time, anyone can just decide to do something heinous. And they can do it. Most people don't do it because they have a conscience. But that's the thing. It's like, you could do it. You could do these heinous fucking acts. But most people just don't. And it's like, that's the thing with humanity and having free will and all this other stuff. So that kind of brings me back to what I was talking about earlier. It's like, where does it end? Where's the end when the violence doesn't stop and they continue to use these excuses to take more of your rights? Where does it stop? Once they take all your guns and once they take everything else and people still decide to make bad decisions and do bad things, then what? Then what's what's the next dangerous thing? I'll tell you what. It's a fuck us talking. This right here. This, this is the it. next danger to the to the people. You know, like not to the people, but to the people that are in charge. Oh yeah, right. Because those motherfuckers want to stay in charge at all costs. Oh, yeah. They don't give a fuck about So it. that's the thing. It's like you almost have to, in America, you almost have to love the fact that we have these fucking crazy liberals and these crazy fucking Repu- Republicans. Because them constantly fighting each other and using us as pawns, which sucks. But that happening kind of keeps the power factor kind of doing <laughs> yeah. this rather than just one, one party saying... Now we're in charge. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. That's how you get, you know, your Stalins, your Maos, your Hitlers and shit. Yeah. It's, uh, so it sucks. It sucks to talk about and think about and constantly worry about what rights going to get taken away from me next. But <laughs> at least we get to, ha- at least for now, we get to have this discussion. But yeah. that's why I, I'm such a staunch 2A guy where it's like, we can't give anymore because the more we give on this, the more they're going to take in other things. I, uh, I've been getting a little nervous lately too. And somebody pointed it out. This is why, uh, so all of a sudden like gas stoves became a big debate. Like they want to end gas stoves, natural gas. Yeah. 
Yeah. And somebody put it as clear. It's like, why? It's like, well, because it's wasteful. And he goes, no, because you can't remotely control gas stoves. I mean, you can, you can definitely when, yes they start, no. when they start making these smart fucking stoves, people yeah, can shut yeah. off like, did you not see what happened when uh, a couple of people, I think they were in like either Colorado or California on their like, because they got like that Nest uh, thermostat. Yeah. They, could, they couldn't turn it up to, they couldn't control the temperature in their own house. They shut it down. They so they're like, hey, we're enough, we don't have enough energy. Sorry. Uh-huh. Now so, we control what temperature you have your house at. Yeah, and you think, oh, cool, we can, we can control if you guys cook, you know. Um, now it's not going to happen overnight to everybody, but as soon as everybody has it, you know, it's you can they, only cook. They'll give you cooking times. That's the thing. They'll be like, you can only cook from from noon, or we'll say from six a.m. to six p.m. No more cooking after that. Yeah, guess what? Because they know but then when. If you know, you, but then when that stops, they'll be like, hey, you know what? Now you only get one feeding time a, a day. Just yeah. be happy that we give you a feeding time. Yeah, and even it can get to, they can get enough people to be in their house. And then, oh, man, do you remember when fucking COVID happened and they enacted curfews? They gave, Oh, yeah. Not in Iowa, but in other places I've seen it. Illinois, they tried to give about them curfews. It. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Dude. Dude, people in Iowa, they told us we had to wear masks, and everyone's like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Fuck you. I'm not doing it. Dude, I was living with yeah, Doug right, at the well. time. The bars opened. with. There was a couple bars that I'm, I'm not going to say what they are, but they opened, and they're like, they're selling beer for cash only. Oh, yeah. And it was yeah, like, Steve, well, you got to do something. I, I got a shitload of uh, expired beer for my buddy because he had a bar, and then they couldn't return the shit. So he goes, dude, do you want a fuckload of expired beer? I got like... 40 tall oh, cans yeah. of uh, Mick Ultra and like 40 tall cans of Banquet. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm like, why don't you take any of these? He goes, dude, I already have three cases at my house. I'm like, Jesus. Sounds good, buddy. Give me some more. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, dude, that was a that was a wild time and we let this shit happen and uh, everybody goes, uh, oh, this is just martial law dress rehearsal and I'm like, you're not fucking wrong. Like, they rolled it out flawlessly. Like, oh. how much how much pushback? that You still see people wearing masks. Like, that's... <laughs> Oh, dude, yeah. Which I, oh, yeah. I, I never minded. I'm like, if you want to wear a mask and you want to feel safer, that is on you. I'm like, I don't am give I, a fuck. I and I don't even judge those people anymore. I'm like, I, I just, I don't care. I'm like, if you're wearing a mask, cool. You know, like I almost, I almost look at him like, hey, good job, man. You're sticking to your guns. No shit. Yeah, right. actually, if you, if you held out this long and you're like, fuck, that I'm is do it. But I'm, hey, God bless you. Yeah, you, uh, you really stand, and you, you got to have those like those real ones that. Uh, st- stick to it no matter what the circumstances. Like dude, mm-hmm. that, that is, if if I was gonna hire somebody for a shitty job, and I'm like, his job sucks, but I see three years later still wearing a mask, you are hired. Why? Because I know you're gonna suffer and not bitch about it. <laughs> like you're, you're still gonna fucking that, that is a de- those people are dedicated employees. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what the government's looking for. Those people. When they start rolling out our uh, social credit scores, those people are getting high points. And it started all the way back in like the like way back when when uh, who the fuck was it the Rothschilds when they were controlling the country basically? These are Rothschilds. Rothschild when they, they whoever stood up the Department of Education. That's where that's when the that's when it really started because you know back in that day, I mean it might have been earlier than that. Maybe it was the thirties. Might have been the thirties. Anyways, uh, back in that day, they they needed a lot of factory workers. It was the industrial age, all these factories everywhere. 
They needed to pump out. They needed the school system. They had the money, so they needed the school systems to pump out factory workers. Uh-huh. And who makes like the best factory worker? Dumb, is dumb a person people, that doesn't. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't really think outside the box. Like they're perfectly fine with. Hey, like in school, and this is goes back all the way back to like the Department of Education. In school, there's like sit down, shut the fuck up for eight hours, and listen to me talk. And you do that for all the way up until you graduate. And then it's like, good luck out there. And they're like, well, I don't really, what, I don't have any skills necessarily. So what do I need to do? Like, oh, hey, there's a factory hiring. I guess I'll go get a job. You get a job. And they're like, hey, stand here and fucking build, where, stamp this shit out, do whatever you need to do in this factory. Stand there for eight hours a day and do it. And then you punch out and they go, well, that's, this is my life now. So and that's the thing. Like they want, that's what they want. We're, we're indoctrinated. They want us all dumb. They want us all dumb and listen and obedient. That's what it is. They want us all dumb and obedient. They don't need to think outside the box. Don't fucking sit there and worry about why you're wearing this mask or why you need a social distance or why you can't leave your house. Just listen. There's a lot of smarter people out there doing the thinking for you. Just listen to what they have to say and just do it. Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, don't have access to things, you know, when COVID was so bad. Uh, you know, because uh, it was a, an election year and China was on the brink of becoming a democracy. But um, no, COVID is the worst thing. Would uh, would the world mm-hmm. be against would all the world be against one leader, um, one leader that is uh, making America the biggest superpower? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if you know how like uh, phone calls work, but a lot of people could be like, hey, can we put our differences aside to stop Trump. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's that fucking. I got easy. you. He's a dick. Yeah, yeah. He's he a said, dick and making that comedy work too well. I didn't so. like. I didn't like what he said to me. Like that's hater shit. That's hater shit. That's why. Uh, dude, that's why COVID spread because he pissed a bunch of people off. So therefore, they had to make the whole world suffer to make him look like the biggest dick. And um, oh yeah, by the way, uh, COVID numbers. It took him a long time to get to where bird flu death numbers were. Took him a long fucking time, but uh, that all happened within a year. But it was uh, Obama's first year being president, so we can't have this. We can't have that. He was a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy. Um, says a lot of nice things. He talks nice things. Yeah, he does say know. nice, things, except when he, uh, you know, allegedly a uh, drone strikes children's hospitals. But uh, every president. But we don't talk about that, that either. So, uh, or weddings. Or, oh fine. shit! Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that one in Pakistan or? No, oh, was fuck it. All over the place. He did them all over. I think yeah. he's done a few in F, F, F. The big one, I think the big the big wedding where they missed the H the high value target. Where they missed that guy <laughs> uh, and just killed all the innocent people. Pretty sure that was. Do you give him the old happy Gilmore? Hash shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> yeah, it was either Afghanistan or Pakistan. One of those two countries. Oh, dude, you know you're in a war. T- you know you're in a war torn fucking area, and they've got some. And they're flying bombs from the middle of Missouri over your fucking country. You might get hit by one. You just have to understand that. <laughs> yeah, you do. I think they did. They're just in there, fucking. You know, ah, praise Allah. Here we go. Ka-ka-ka-ka-ka-ka. Boom. And it's like, ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. We just the ones that live. They're probably they're the ones that live. They're probably like, damn. Dude, this is the I worst. Knew one. this was gonna happen. Dude, I, I fucking knew this was gonna happen. Did you catch the bouquet? No, I caught an arm. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's hey. a part of being a war torn country. Is that you know, it's like at any moment you could just be blown up. This is gonna for be, no reason. This is gonna sound fucking sick and twisted, but 
<laughs> because so if I'm not mistaken, that where they fly the drones from, I thought was in Missouri. Or maybe that's just the B two bombers they take off from there, but or maybe they're like localized. I, I, I know like, when I was in when I was in Afghanistan, we had UAV pilots there, and I they I mean, they're just in airstrips, just like any other plane. Oh, gotcha. Uh, to my knowledge, I wasn't a UAV guy, but UAV is on. Oh shit! What is it? UAV? Uh, I don't even know what the fuck that stands for. It's ah, the fucking drones. Don't worry, I, I play Call of Duty. I call this I, one all the time. Yeah, that <laughs> wasn't that wasn't that guy. Uh, unmanned aerial vehicle. That was there. Yeah. Like that. Uh, what do you think they say? Like if they hit that one in, they just go whoops. Or I say fuck. <laughs> if they're from the Midwest, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest hope. Like, hey. they're probably doing this. They're they're sitting their little deal, like find the deal, and they're just like, all right, yeah, drop. It looks like the HVT. I'm like, oh fuck, that wasn't. They just kind of like look behind them, like uh, no one saw that. Just keep home yeah, flying. So it's dude. like here we go, dude. It's I like I didn't do anything weird. It's how I yell at the. It's how I yell at the computer. Fucking lag. This computer's lagging, dude. Yeah. <laughs> or what happened? Like all of a sudden, I didn't you drop it there. I wanted to drop it over here where the target was. God, blue uh, blue wedding up. We didn't update these. I, I knew we should have been shouldn't have been running Windows XP. We should have went to Windows Ten. <laughs> That's what you get for using a droid phone to try to blow shit up. <laughs> yeah, right. They, they call in the SEAL team like, hey, can you guys go take a dude, take a high-ranking general out and place him at this wedding? We need to make it at least. Yeah, a, yeah the general <laughs> got killed and then innocent people died at a wedding. <laughs> Somehow this bomb was also dropping 5.56. Five, yeah, <laughs> right right in his head. It must have been a piece of shrapnel huh. hit him right in the head. Huh. Well, do, do we have any uh, tanks that we can blow up there to make it look like <laughs> We need a reason. We need a reason for this bomb. But Dude, I just that, can't think of it right now. Damn that, it. <laughs> that is a that is a waste of taxpayer money all to ruin a fucking wedding. Yeah. Waste of taxpayer money, waste of you know, probably innocent lives. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know if they're innocent for sure, but probably. <laughs> I would think if they're standing there not doing anything and they uh don't want to be controlled by uh people who mm-hmm. took away their firearms either. I would think they're innocent, but I'd say at least in that moment they're innocent. There's two sides to every story. Somebody had a guilty conscience. Dude, they were probably all uh, firearm supporters for Afghanistan. Right. They're all a bunch of pro two A guys. <laughs> hey, come and take it. Boom. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn, dude. They they took everything. <laughs> yeah. What happened? They that is the one us. thing. Yeah, that is the one thing that's nerve wracking. Like if the government ever did get ty- like super tyrannical and started just overtly coming after us. It's like, yeah, that would suck. And yes, it would suck not having F-15s to properly battle. That's why it's like one of those things, man. It's like it would have to be an insurgency is is the thing. It's like, yeah, you're right. There's no way we, you know, even with the Second Amendment and having the guns we have, it's like we wouldn't be able to fight the government off, you know, man to man. But we also knew that in the Revolutionary War when we were fighting the British. It's like, we can't win every battle man to man because we just don't have the training, we don't have the experience. So we have to do things a little different. So then they started running through the woods and basically caused an insurgency against the British, and that's what won the what won our freedom. Yeah, because they still wanted to it fight honestly and like line up. Yeah, or was, like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> that's the only way they knew how to fight. You know, that's the only way they they knew how to fight. They couldn't. They didn't know the land. They came on a boat from fucking England. They're like, oh, this is America, huh? Okay, I guess we just gotta walk around and tell people, you know, 
pay your taxes. King George. And they get shot. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Where'd that come from? We don't even know. Because they don't know the land. They, uh... And I, I think the big difference is, you know, it's the way they sold it that you had... And maybe you didn't even have... Maybe they didn't actually want to. But, like, yeah, but... Britain, they, there's people that were probably over there ready to fight for the British that didn't want to fight this at all. You know, and there were some that are probably oh. so loyal to the king that they're like, yeah, cool. And if you're loyal to a government with a gun, that is pretty fucking scary. You know, if yeah. you're loyal to a to the government with a gun, if you're loyal to the people and you're in the government, you know, that's that's what you should be. Mm-hmm. That's why it's it is kind of refreshing seeing uh and it's no surprise of what the fucking map looks like that law that they passed and you start to see all the sheriffs all the county sheriffs that are like yeah we don't fucking agree with Fuck this you. when county sheriffs are like yeah we're number one we're not we're all like most most of them are two a guys i mean obviously oh yeah obviously being a if you're a police officer the less guns you have to see the better but there's right. a lot of, you know, because now you've got a lot of police that are former military that have seen and they're very aware of what happens when you don't. But, yeah, there's only what was like two. Go- it was like Cook County, County Sheriff and uh, all Chicago were like, yeah, we are going to uphold this law. But, I mean, you kind of expect yeah. that. Basically, Chicago, the Chicago area, because it isn't Cook County in Oh, that vicinity. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. It's uh, the heart of it. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Hey, Cook, Cook County is uh, Cook in like Will County. Um, Cook County Jail, they say, is like fucking bad. Like, it's like basically prison. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I think, I, I think they compare it to like Rikers in New York. But I mean, yeah, because that's a fucking, that's a tough place. Rough. Rough joint, eh? Yeah, I've I've just heard stories of my brother in law saying he went there uh, to like you know like extract a prisoner or whatever, and he goes, "Dude, it's like the guards that are there are just monsters, and you have to be like you have to be just huge." Oh, for sure. They're probably not going to hire like a five seven guard because it's like, dude, you are going like, to get eight. You want to get raped, dude? <laughs> yeah. You like raping? Do you, or do you like being raped? <laughs> it's the uh... <laughs> no. Then don't work here. Yeah, right? you're you, too small. Yeah, you're Go away. You, you're gonna get tossed around like a rag doll. <laughs> you must be this tall to ride this ride, my friend. So back of the line. We'll, we'll call you up if we have absolutely no other applicants. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's uh. It, so that's kind of something. That's a positive. Uh, that's a positive step where you know now you're starting to see a little bit of pushback. Where ever I think everybody kind of knew it was unreasonable. And a point I was trying to make you know, earlier. Uh, with the the manufacturers that are here, because Springfield's here, um, we kind of got oh, sidetracked. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, sorry, I blew oh. that up. Didn't I? No, no, it's all good. <laughs> That's all good. Like Springfield and Rock River are here, and yep. there are a lot of jobs between those companies, and there's a lot of firearms that they have made, and a lot of people around here have bought those firearms. There's not a whole lot of crime being committed with those firearms, so there's people making money. Business is making money, so you got to think now. You got to think. All right, and I'm not. I'm not just trying to grasp at peanuts here to save this, but you think all the manufacturing jobs are going to lose. You got to hire the delivery drivers. Then you got to. Uh, then there's people at the gun stores making money. Then it's like FedEx who's taking these deliveries. Those people are making money, and it's 
the power company's making money. Everybody's making money. Now you want it's to an industry. It. That's it's, the thing. Like, that's, it's a whole it industry they're trying to get rid of. Like, it's just like any other industry that's you know nationwide or worldwide. Yeah, you know, it's like imagine I don't know, it's fucking saying that you know air conditioner or uh, there you go, gas stoves. Hmm? Stoves are just too dangerous now, so we can't have stoves. Just use microwaves. So it's like you're getting rid of an entire industry that is killing uh, like thousands and thousands of jobs and making them go take their skills elsewhere, basically, which where else are you going to go? I guess, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I think spring Springfield armory, they got some hot water for like donating to a fucking Democrat or something like that. I think a while back. Yeah. They, uh, what's the family's name? I I don't want to bury him on, uh, on, uh, on here, but yeah, I think, I think they recanted it. I think they tried walking it back and be like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We oh. didn't know. All right. We made a mistake. Yeah, it was our it, bad. It was, pull it. It, was a, it was a group. That's what it was. It was a group. It was a group of people that they decided is like, I fucking can't remember what it was called. It's like a like an anti-gun group or something like that. Uh, yeah, but they didn't they didn't know supposedly or something like that and then decided. Yeah, OK, we're done, but they got some hot water. A little bit with the two A community, like what the fuck? Why is there a gun, a gun company supporting this shit? Right. It was like how Barstool was for a long time. Like they, uh, they were owned by like an anti-gun group, and then everybody's like, "Well, what about Barstool Outdoors?" It's like they're bringing you content, but they're making content for anti-gun. I, I don't know. It's well, it was Peter Chernin. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. Barstool was. Um, they were heavily invested by Peter Chernin, and Peter Chernin also heavily invested in Meteor. So Meteor got in some oh, little bit yeah, of hot yeah, water yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So that Peter Churn, the Churn group, they all there. It's a the dude that runs it. Peter, he's a big anti-gun fucking Democrat and everything else, right? But he at the he's in, he's got a lot of money. He's a venture capitalist kind of thing, which is weird that he's a you know obviously so I guess supposedly liberal. I've never seen the guy. He's he's not in the public eye. He's a he's a back a you know behind the scenes kind of guy. But yeah, he heavily invested in Meteor, and that's why Meteor got so big so fast. After Chernin put put his money into into Ranella and the Meteor crew, that's when Meteor, that's when Ranella was able to acquire like Wired to Hunt and start this whole podcast network. And that's why he was able to acquire First Light. He's able to acquire FHF gear. He's able to acquire. Phelps game calls and all these other people because he had that big, that big money behind him, finally pushing his venture. And he says, Ronella says he's still pro pro gun, and Ronella also says that Chernin has no he he signed the contract, but Ronella retained all creative control of the company. Chernin was simply investor, but still, like investors don't invest in something if they're not going to make money back and then some like they're not gonna they're not gonna invest unless they're gonna make mad money and where's chairman putting his mad money he's been putting in anti-gun groups and supporting anti-gun candidates i'm not saying steve ranella is anti-gun i'm not saying meteor is anti-gun but they are funneling money back into anti-gun people but 
Dude, you got to give. You got to do what you got to do. You got to give up for turning though. That's a smart fucking move. Make yeah, the opposition make the opposition pay to fund. Make the opposition fund what you're trying to get. That's a smart fucking move. I, I you can't mm-hmm. knock it. It's like, hey, cool. How am I going to fund anti gun shit by uh, taking the gun marks money? That's right. That's wrestling promoter one hundred and one shit right there, dude. That 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 yeah. is a fucking. I I I will applaud that guy's effort. Uh, I was what he's doing. I don't appreciate, but fuck, man, you gotta appreciate no. the hustle. You gotta, I, you gotta appreciate the hustle. Hate the player, it's not smart. the game. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter kind of thing. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> dude, where did that fucking go? Because Twitter's still a shithole. Yeah, I think it's. I think he's trying. Dude, you know the worst. <laughs> know. Thing, do you know the worst <laughs> thing about fucking Twitter is they got rid of like they're starting to get rid of nudity. It's like no, this was the last bastion of hope. So when I see, oh a, yeah. So when I see a hot girl on TikTok, like I don't have to actually subscribe to her OnlyFans because a lot of times you go to you can go to Twitter or Reddit and see what you need to see, and you're like, oh, we're good to go here." All right, see it. Moving on. Yep, that's <laughs> it, that's it, it's as simple as that. And all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh, this media has been blocked." I'm like, "Great, now I gotta go find leaked nudes and ugh, risk God dang it, risk viruses on my yeah. parents' computer." <laughs> like this is 2003 all over again. <laughs> Right, <laughs> just don't get LimeWire, you cheap bastard. Oh man, dude! Jesus, what was the what was the best shit you ever got on LimeWire? I just I only downloaded music. I got too I got I got too scared to download anything else. My buddy downloaded some of the coolest pornos I've ever seen, and I've since found him on the hub. And it was like he would download porno, Michael Jordan dunks, and then we had like. Uh, one skate video, and it was it was awesome because I found that porno years later, and I messaged it to him, and he goes, "I just opened that next to my wife," and I go, "Tell her all about how we used to watch it together," and I go, "Actually, no, don't." Yeah, <laughs> actually, no, no. She's like, "You're gay." What the fuck? <laughs> but there's a lady. <laughs> yeah, but there's also two dudes in it. <laughs> yeah, but I swear, honey, we're jerking off the porno. Yeah, we. I right. mean, you know, we uh, did, we Not made weird eye contact other. like nine times, but you know, it's all right. On accident. Had it been ten, I man. Thought, it was, I thought Steve farted. Yeah, and it threw me off. <laughs> had we made it to a nice even number, we might have had to question each other. <laughs> <laughs> Steve farted, threw me off, and then he was able to finish first, so I lost the bet. Yeah, that's well, all it is to it. Oh man, <laughs> the bet. <laughs> you know, dude, if you're making bets with your buddy, man, there's uh, something you secretly need to discover about yourself, or you will think about it later in life and be like, "Yeah, maybe I am gay." <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of weird. You're like, for it was kind of weird. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a new uh, bit, kind of like that. I told you about one of them. I got another one that I'm trying to work out. Uh, I'll see. Uh, I'll see how it goes. I got a couple shows coming up in the next couple months. Oh, because so. yeah, this is for your uh, your drag show. Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, comedy i'm doing the stand-up portion uh in front of drag and burlesque i'm like kind of in the middle so it's uh and that's gonna that's gonna be a wild show um you're gonna be in between them yes in between acts in in between acts (laughs) oh gotcha okay i say not like in between them like no while they're dragging you're not gonna be sitting there telling jokes while the drag show is going oh man it's uh have you ever have you ever been to a drag show no, they are. There's not uh, a whole lot of them in Iowa. No, no, not really. No, not especially so, where you're at. <laughs> although, no. although, did you ever see Tu Wong Fu? 
It was that John. It was no, way never back heard of the, her. Oh man, it was this John Leguizamo, John Leguizamo, Wesley Snipes, and I can't remember who it is, but they end up in this small town and they're drag what? queens. Oh, it's a dude. It's a fuck. It's from like the nineties. What the fuck, dude? Those are like fairly big actors. Though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude. John Leguizamo huh. kind of makes a hot chick. Wesley Snipes, and who the fuck else is in it? Yeah, it's two. They're dragon. Fu. They they're dressed in drag. Yeah, two Wong. That's fu. fucking hilarious. And so yeah, they uh, thanks uh, to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, I forgot the biggest one. Wesley Snipes, Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo. No shit. Yeah. So uh, here's the plot. The Swayze was in there. Yes. After trying to Brutal. win in New York huh. City's Drag Queen of the Year contest, Noxima, uh, Noxima Jackson, Vita. But I, I can't remember the name. Went a trip to Hollywood. Uh, where did, oh, Chi Chi. <laughs> I don't remember where they say they, uh, they ended up. Uh, they cash your friends plane tickets while on the road. You know, they get some racial service and it's, oh, dude, it's racial service. Yeah, they hear some, uh, they get stranded in some, uh, some town, but it, it it's a small town It it's, it's a fuck it's, it's a fun movie. It's a super fun movie, but you know, if you ever go to like drag shows, uh-huh. they um, they they're just entertaining. Um, as like you get like the typical like just shit talking drag queens getting up there, and they do like a whole performance, and they're just they're a blast. And then you know, with that, because kind of at the same, they they each perform their songs. Like Burlesque will uh, perform their song too, and do like a a routine, and these. Performers are very good. They're very good at their craft. So you can tell the difference between someone who's, you know, like new to it and someone who's got their craft perfected. You know, when you, like when you watch somebody that's good at something, you're like, all right, I know. So we're going to go do that. And then I'm going to go up there and try to tell uh, ex-girlfriend and uh, dick jokes. <laughs> is what is nice. my is my plan. Like I've got, uh, I've got a couple new bits that I've been working on, but I'm just like, this is a new one for me, and I know most everybody that's performing. I've seen them perform. They've seen me. We've just never been on the same show together. This is one of those crowds that I've only about two, three times in my stand-up career have I been like, I don't know how I'm going to approach this. It's going to be touchy. you got to be a little careful. I, I do, and you know, and probably my, not, probably not so many gay jokes. <laughs> well, they gotta be, they gotta be right? classy ones, right? They gotta be classy because yeah, you're right, you're right. You can't just be like, oh, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> like, you can't be a, you can't be a sophomore about it, you right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> which, which you know, for me, I want to. Um, every time I do comedy, I it's not my, it's not my goal to offend. If people get offended by some of the shit I say, that's not the end goal. Um. My thing is, no matter what room I'm in, and no matter what I'm surrounded by, I just want to be able to make that room laugh and have a good time. Like that's all yeah. that that is my goal. Now you get into a, a situation like this, and it and you know I, maybe I'm overthinking it, but it might just be fine, you know, because people I think know the what they're goal, getting into. I think, I think the thing with comedy, yeah, the thing with comedy, it's like you, yeah, you don't want to offend someone just to offend them, but if you offend them with a funny joke that's like the ultimate you know it's like talking shit just in front of a bunch of people with, yeah. a, with a bunch of people like in the army like we just sit like if we weren't doing shit 
we'd sit around and we would just lay into each other. Like I'm talking like really lay into each other, find out where that line is for each person. But the thing is like, you can't just go out and just be offensive and just be like, you're a fucking piece of shit and you're gay and we all hate you. Like, that's not funny. Yeah. It's not if you're, you know, but if you're, if you guys say something like, I'm telling you, like in the army, everything was on the table. Like, you know, yeah, (laughs) like, like racial jokes were on the table. Gay jokes around the table everything was on the table at the time at the t- time when i was in back in 2008 when i joined all the way up until like 2012 ish is when shit started getting really stupid but then she got really stupid around 2014 anyways like all this shit was on the table it didn't matter if you got offended then you just got kicked out of the group and you're ostracized that's yeah. what it is that's but, all you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like that thing where it's like with comedy you're not trying to be offensive just to be offensive but if you can play an offensive joke right way then it is funny if you get offended by it then you know it is what it is sorry yeah maybe it's, I'm, maybe it's just not your style it is kind of uh it is kind of weird like you know the past couple of years there's been people trying to get comedians banned for this and that at a clubs and it's you'll go back and watch the clip and sometimes like everybody's fucking laughing there's one person who didn't find it funny and they become the loudest yep. and they share it on twitter and they do all this shit, and I've I've had that happen before. You know, I had the, I've had a had a guy tell me like he watched a set I just recently did. And he goes, "Yeah, I didn't think it was that good." I'm like, "Oh," and I show, <laughs> I show him a text, uh, uh, just out of the blue. Like my buddy just goes, "Hey, I just watched your set on Facebook. I liked it. It was really good. Way to go." I'm like, cool. And you know, he was like, it was the guy I work with, and he's like telling everybody, he's like, "I watched it. It's not that good." I'm like, "Do you want me to pull it up like right now and like let everybody else judge?" He's like, well, I just, I, he's like, I just didn't find any of those jokes funny. I go, but the people who laughed at them did. <laughs> I was like, so, so you thinking it wasn't so. good? So he's like, he's telling me it wasn't good, but I'm like, but people laughed. Like, if nobody laughed, I would get that. But that's, that's kind of the thing where. But everyone in the room was laughing. So yeah, that's that's the other thing about comedy that's really weird, especially stand up. Uh-huh. It makes it really hard. Is that each room, each club is different, you know? So it's like in the moment, the whole room might just be fucking just laughing their ass off. But when you're watching it in your house, in your living room, it's not that funny because you're not there, you know, to, yeah. make, you know, I don't know. You don't, and but when you're there, you, it's like, holy shit, this is awesome. You feel like you feel energies too. Like I know a lot of like, you can feel when the crowd is, is hot when they're not, you know, when they're medium. So yeah. like perfect example, dude, it was like a packed house. It, it, this show, it was an open mic and they just redid this place and it, I've got a special place in my heart for it. So yeah, I'll go up and do my five minutes, four minutes, whatever we get, depending on who's there. That show, the open mic was sold out like earlier in that day. And I got nervous cause I was like, the only people who buy tickets to shit like that ahead of time are people in their 50s and 60s who are proper <laughs> and on point. I go, not the type of people that are going to laugh at anything I got to fucking say. So I got, yep. and my set that I did, I put it on Facebook and I was like, it was fine. Like people, a lot of people told me, good job. Like James Draper asked me, he goes, hey, what do you think about it? And I'm actually going to be playing that. I, I, at the end of every episode, I put the audio. Um, oh, shit. I got to convert that to audio. I've got just the video, but I'll convert it to audio. Um, but he goes, how'd you feel about it? And I was like, eh. 
He goes, it was a good set, but how did you feel? He's like, because you didn't look like you had that much energy. I'm like, there is not a lot of energy in this room. There's 250 people in this fucking room, and there's no energy. Take it back to in October, I did this very open room, maybe 70, 80 people, that, but it filled out. I had like you know a set of what I wanted to do, and within the first 15 seconds of me getting into a joke, I could just feel this energy was just like hot. Everything I said... Everybody was just dying, so I'm like, oh, fuck. So then I had to change up my set. Then I went immediately into some material that I was like, I'm not going to get into this till later. So that's a thing, too, where, like, the crowd's hot and they're laughing. You're going to change up how you do shit. Oh, yeah. And start you just... Sp- sp- start spitting some new shit and see how see how it goes. Yeah, I had a couple of of, I had, I had a couple things that went well, and I was like, I was like, shit, dude, I'm already digging halfway down in my set that I prepared 15 minutes for, but... Luckily, I do like a lot of crowd work, so I'll try to do as much crowd work as I can to try to lead me back into jokes. Because I can get people to either say "Oh God" or "Yeah," or just yeah, I can I can get people to you know bark back at shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know yep. it's not like a Lisa Lampanelli or anything, but uh, yeah, dude, there's just different energies, and yeah, for if you're not in that room, you know, a lot of times it's just like man, it's different. You just had to be there, you know. Oh yeah. But yeah, I heard uh, that like, wasn't that good. Yeah, I gotta ask you. So, are these drag shows? Um, are they pretty much all dudes dressing up as chicks? Uh, yeah. Or are there any chicks dressing up? Is is there any? Ch- are there any chicks that are going out there and being like and doing the drag show? Oh, and they're just dressed up as like a fucking road worker. You know, like, <laughs> no, yeah, it's there, like just some chick that's just like, you know, what I'm gonna dress up as a fucking road worker and walk this thing with a sledgehammer on my shoulder and a hard hat <laughs> on, some they, real village people type shit. So a lot of that, yeah. If they do, it's gonna be more of an elaborate, like it's gonna be like a like a bedazzled uh, hard hat. You know, it's um, it is mostly um. And I am I'm very respectful of uh, of whatever you want to identify gender wise. I'm just like if if that's you, that's you. I'm good for it. But it does seem to be a lot of guys that are yeah they're like yeah I'm male uh, doing it. Um, there's there's been a couple maybe and I've only been a, a handful of them, but maybe like one or two they them's as I identify. Mm-hmm. That just kind of get up there and uh, just wear whatever elaborate costume. So it's 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 just more oh, of like sure. a, yeah, it, yeah. it's more of an elaborate kind of thing. But that's basically what like classic drag is is um, you know dressing as a female like per se. You know, and if I'm yeah like RuPaul shit. You know? Yeah, like essentially like RuPaul. Yeah. So if I, and if I'm talking, to, I I've had an opportunity to have a couple of different drag queens on here. We just never. Never got it. Got schedules lined up, but um, you know, because it, it's a it's a different, fascinating world, and um, you know, you start talking to these performers like, why, you know, why do this, and you know, why go through the thousands of dollars on costumes, and you know, to go through everything, and it's like when they hit the stage, it's like how I do when I'm doing stand up. When they hit the stage. All the bullshit that's going on in their life is fucking gone. They capture that moment, and that mm-hmm. moment, those moments when they're on stage, that is 
them. That is when they are the most free. They're the center of attention. There is nothing but love coming there. And I'm like, fuck, I fucking get that. You know, because a lot of people do stand up. Well, it's, just, it's the same, same, yeah, it's the same kind of shit as like if you do a fucking, uh, like any, any type of fashion yeah. show or beauty contest or whatever the fuck. It's like, it's all, it's the same vibe. The only, it's like, it's obviously different because it's, you know, drag. Yeah. But, but <laughs> you know, it's the same concept. It's the same concept. That's same feeling that like, you know, chicks get when they walk down the aisle. Like, why do we have models, modeling shit? Yeah. They don't do it because they hate it. They do it because they like it. They like the attention. They like getting on stage and performing. It is a performance. Yeah. It's, I, it, I, I get it. It's would, I, would I ever go to a drag show? Probably not. Probably won't. I don't know. It's just one of those things. If you come down here and we uh, we go to one, we'll uh, we'll have fun. And by the way, and I've said this on the last podcast too, don't try to drink with drag queens because if you think you can drink a lot, I know some people that uh, drink way more. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I'm sure. I made that mistake once. I honestly I'm, can't drink that much anymore. I've I, cut back my drinking quite a bit. I'm drinking three tall boys here, <laughs> but... Uh, Kinda. Yeah, I've uh, I, I've cut back to it. It's it's healthy for me, but yeah, you, they're. I bet they. I bet they pound them though. Oh fuck! It's it's nuts. Like uh, just seeing. <laughs> you should see that. So this last drag show, the guest I had on uh, before this podcast, uh, Bone Daddy and Evie, they uh, they remember me. Like I remember most of that show. I remember the show getting over <clears throat> and me just crushing some beers, and they're all craft beers. And uh, I remember waking up on the, like, the, the fucking, uh, there was, like, a, a picnic table outside, and they're like, hey, your Uber's here. I'm like, oh, fuck, thank God. I'm like, what did I order that? They're like, five minutes ago. So I had, like, dozed off for, like, two minutes. <laughs> I was I was nice. feeling pretty good. I get in the Uber. I make it home. I wake up in the morning, and I go, fuck, I'm never drinking with those fucking people again and i texted i texted all my friends and <laughs> what do you mean I'm by like, those people yeah that's exactly what i said i said i texted i texted jeremy <laughs> i'm never drinking with you people again same thing what do you mean drag queens <laughs> never drinking with them again <laughs> it's a yeah, i bet you they just do shots all the time oh fuck there's uh, a lot of shots yeah i feel like they're not i did this I maybe one. i'm just being judgmental but i don't feel like they're just pounding i don't feel like they're pounding beers as heavily as like a midwestern man does but they're probably just like slamming these shots. Yeah, you got to fit into this uh, outfit that you spent the last like three months making. So you don't want to right, get, but you get fucked up and have a good time. Yeah, so you don't want to get bloated yeah. on beer. Uh, no. I took shots of Malort that night. That's how I knew I was in for a bad night. The fuck is Malort? Malort or uh, yeah, the, the shit that's in Chicago. It's like they say like 99 out of people. 99. Percent of people hate Malort. The other one percent are lying. It's like a Chicago. Am I saying that right? Malort. No, no. Sh- the fuck is it called? I thought we were talking about it last time in uh, Chicago Malort, right? Dude, I don't. Know. I don't think I've ever had the. What, what kind of alcohol is it though? Uh, it's like vodka. Here you go, Malort whiskey. It is. I don't really know what what the fuck it is. Here it is. Jepson's Malort. It's a. B A with the umlaut esque Basque liquor. What the fuck is it? I don't. Is really... it liquor like liquor or liquor as in like liqueur? It's liqueur. Ah, 
So it is a liqueur. Okay. okay I okay. just I don't know what kind of brand, but it's Fuck it's, it's yeah. fucking terrible. I know that it's fucking awful. It's god awful. I took like four shots no, of it, and it's terrible. It tastes like a. I guess it tastes like expired cough syrup. Oh yeah, dude, that'd be good. Yeah, totally. Fuck yeah, delicious. It, yeah, why don't we have a bottle of that? And it sells. I don't know who's drinking it, but I, I, it, and it's not one of those ones that you can hide it in like a mixed drink because there's nothing you can mix that with that's gonna make it taste any fucking better. You no, know, you could probably mix it with like, uh, like vomit. Yeah, then it'd be the more taste, palatable. Yeah, the taste of vomit's better than this shit. Yeah, God, dude, you gotta drink this shit. It's fucking terrible, <laughs> dude. It's like nasty. I would rather drink Hawkeye vodka out of a hot water bottle than to drink that shit. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, probably. I mean, here and the I way you're it. describing does not sound fucking delicious. Fucking That's terrible. Sure. Fucking absolutely awful. Uh, I don't think it, I don't think I've ever had a liqueur that's like hell yeah, dude. That shit's good. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. <laughs> what, what is the first <laughs> drink that you've ever had that you're like hell yeah, dude? The first drink you ever had that was like hell yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, you're like oh, hell yeah, dude. Fucking Jack and Coke. Yeah, that's a fucking uh, hell yeah. Back dude. in the day, <laughs> well, and I was like hell yeah, dude. This is dope. I'm a fucking adult. I'm like fourteen. Underage, <laughs> underage drinking. Like hell yeah, dude. I'm so fucking. I'm so dope right now. What are the Just drinking whiskey and Coke while my friends are drinking beer like pussies. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking pussies, dude. My uh, my f- first time I ever actually had that. It was because because I, I was surprised. <clears throat> We're at the Iowa Deer Classic and we had uh, when Natter Days came out the Ugh. the pink lemonade one. I, like I tried it and I was like, oh hell yeah, dude. Because I thought. I thought oh, yeah, it was gonna dude. be bad, and we were watching. Uh, fuck, what was that show, dude? It was like a, it was like an internet show. I think like MTV had it, and they did memes about it. And it was like a couple of guys that were, uh, they're like Instagram stars now. What the fuck was the name of that show? And I just watched. It was the one where the dude was try, like trying to fight a baby. It was the what? like the saw dudes. You know those guys, those fucking idiots. They had this show, and goddamn, what was it called? No. But it's like they were like fake frat bros, and they were just dumb. And it was fun. And that for that like whole summer, that's all we were quoting. God yeah. damn it, I gotta remember what this show is called no, because everybody's know. gonna get mad at me. Uh, and I saw it. Yeah, this dude like tries to fight a baby. Uh, is it like a skit? Yeah, no, it's 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 oh, not okay. real. It's not real. It's hilarious. Oh, gotcha. Okay, uh, okay. My mind was in like some stupid ass like. Reality t- MTV show. I'm like, dude, uh, that shit's dumb. I'll find it real quick. It was that thing. Yeah, that was the thing. That tagline, bro. I'm straight up not having a good time. Oh, real bros of Simi Valley. It was a web series. That's what the fuck it was. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen dude, it. It's it's fucking amazing. So that's like all they they call like these parties the kickbacks. And there's like a, a highlight of the thing and like some stupid shit happens like bro the kickback is canceled it's the stupidest shit but like it was dumb shit like that that for the summer of what was that 2018 2019 that's all we were that's all we could say we, oh we, dude we yeah, had nothing original I, yeah i didn't i stopped watching like cable back in fucking dude it, 20 i haven't pro- i probably haven't had cable so i probably haven't watched mtv since like 2000 fucking 10 Jesus 2011 no no no. 
I had it in 2012 when I was in Colorado. And then I couldn't pay the bills anymore, so I canceled it. So cable, yeah, that's about it. Probably over, yeah, probably ten, eleven years. I uh, so fuck cable, dude. My ex, like all she really ever did with her and her kids, like, and I'm not for other things I can knock her, but not for you know I'm not trying to knock it, but like that's all like her and her kids did was just watch TV and like I know it's like what my parents always do. A lot of people, man, as soon as they get home from work, they just turn on TV, and I mm-hmm. haven't had cable in forever. You know, I have like a couple streaming services so I can watch wrestling and shit like that. But dude, I have when people, yeah. like I, I for a while I didn't even have Netflix or Hulu or anything. People are like, did you see this Netflix series? I'm like, no, I don't even have fucking Netflix. Like I bro, got, just sitting there like with on the channel, just fucking doing. You said most of your night just doing this, trying yeah. to find something good, and you finally just like. Fuck it, I guess I'll watch Ancient Aliens on History Channel again. <laughs> That's what I always do. It's a go-to. You know, then you get stuck and you're just watching the same shit over and over. So you might as well just get rid of it. I talk a lot of shit, but I play so many video games and just watch a bunch of YouTube things. But I like, I you know, I like being more active. Like, I know people just got so comfortable. And it's probably like going back to what we talked about way back in the day, just being dumbed down. Shit, you go to work all day and it's like you're conditioned to be like, yo, that's the end of my day. And then you just come home and you're like, I'll just watch Correct. what's on. I'll watch what's on the news, and uh, you know, get my brain fed by uh, commercials. Well, look at all this. Look at all the um, entertainment back in the, you know, we'll say, you know, like seventies, eighties uh, ish, nineties. You know what all the enter- what all the entertainment was? All these fucking sitcoms, like All in the Family. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did Paul Bundy do all the, the, the whole time? He sat on his fucking recliner. Drank beer, watched TV, yelled at his wife, yelled at his kids, whatever the fuck, you know, did whatever. You know, it's like, that's, yeah, you're conditioned at a young age in school to just uh, go work at the factory and do your shit and then whatever else. Then you go home and you watch TV. About and yeah. you, on TV, you see this dude living his life, watching, watching TV. TV. Yeah, it's funny. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 funny. It's, it's, it's a good time. It gets hilarious. Like, they have, funny little jabs and jokes and jibs and jibes but at the same time it's like that's what they're watching like that's what i want to do that's the ultimate like that's the american dream get a job go home drink beer watch tv eat supper go back to work get home you know it's like the same cycle like they're like that's the american dream painted for you i can't uh i can't live that life man i can't um and that that may be why I might not ever be able to find uh, a lady that I'm going to be uh, happy with. Because last couple of them, like they just love just watching their shows at home, like just coming home, like they're like, I don't want to be out with anybody. And I'm like, <laughs> to me, getting a job, getting a house, having kids, watching the kids grow, then having grandkids. Like, I, don't get me wrong, like, my parents did that, and they're happy as fuck. I don't yeah, think that's, that's ever going to make me happy. Like, they're so happy to have their grandkids. But me, I'm just like, dude, I don't want to well, just. Well, it, it is great, though. Like, having, I have a daughter, and it is great. It gets the, it is the, just, it is the most rewarding thing you could do is have a kid and and raise that kid and watch it grow up. And it's like, you know, it's like having a fucking, like a Chia pet. 
but <laughs> they can move around and shit, right? Yeah, that you go to you jail know, so for if it dies, like, though. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So it's like, it's awesome. Like, having kids is fucking awesome. But yes, they do make you, uh, you have to change your goals. Your goals do shift when you have children. Because you're, you know, you have to make sure that kid doesn't grow up to be a fucking dick. Yeah. So you're like, you know, you're, you have to pour a lot of, pour a lot of yourself into growing that kid to be a productive member of society. And it does take a lot of sacrifice, especially if you have more. Like you have, I have one daughter and I only have her half the time. So it's like during that half the time that I have her, I really focus on her. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. And it's a big responsibility. It's why I understand why some people wouldn't want to have kids and just want to do their own thing and everything else. I totally understand that. But at the same time, it's like, man, I don't know. It's just so different. You know, it's just so, such a different thing. Maybe it's because I grew up too fast. I, you know, joined the army yeah. at a young age and I had my daughter when I was 21. So, you know, 17, 18 was a fuck off year. 19, Afghanistan, come back home, fuck off for a little while, have a kid, get married or get married, have a kid. Go active duty, then do whatever the fuck I was doing in active duty. So it's like, I don't know, looking back at it at 31 years old now, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It does take a lot of sacrifice, but it's like, man, it's it's rewarding. That's for sure. Well, yeah, and you, I mean, now you're going after. Different. Yeah, and you're going after some shit like, you know, with the podcast and, you know, you went to Africa with the, with the boys. And yeah. it's, you know, so you're stepping out of like just that norm do this and do that. And you know, you're out there. It's like trying to chase something too. Um, I yeah. Mean, I, that's, the, that's I just, well, all you can do is like, you know, you just got, you can't be scared to go out and do new things. Cause it's like, especially in my thirties now where I'm just like, man, I don't want to just be, you know, I don't want to be just looking at that guy just going to work every day, doing that thing, watching TV, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like we we're just talking about and just waiting for retirement. So I can, so then I can enjoy my life. I don't want to be, I don't want to be 63, 64, 65 years old and then finally be like, now I can enjoy my life. Uh, uh, but I'm old as fuck and decrepit and my back's broken. My knees are hurting. It's like, that's not enjoying your life at that, that age. It's like, yeah. I'd like to be 31 and work as little as I can to pay the bills and do other <laughs> things that I really enjoy doing. Like, you know, fucking like hunting. Doing my other, doing other things like hunting, shooting, doing whatever else I'm doing. That really, that that's the stuff that makes me happy. That's in, and my family. Yeah, people are like, "Well, I'm saving for retirement." You know, like I want to, like that. People will wait till enjoy, it. and that's why I, I'm like, I'm on TikTok, and I, dude, I'm a 33 year old male. I fucking love TikTok. I don't give a shit. I love that fucking app. <laughs> yeah, like China's got your dad. I'm like, if they did because of TikTok, I'm like, they've had it before. Fucking stop! Who gives a fuck? Me. Like, yeah, what? What are they? Don't have anything crazy on there? Yeah, you look up my last search on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, have cool. fun. They, they, it, they, it might give them some ideas. <laughs> but like, it's I uh, standard. Yeah, I look up. Uh, there's uh, all these guys like trying so hard to be blue collar. Now I'm blue collar. Like I'm a sheet metal worker, a union sheet metal worker. There's these guys, and it's always uh, it's always either linemen or like, and they're, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of guys on the oil field, but it's always guys that are always just like trying so their hardest to be like, I work 70, 80s hour, 80 hours a week. You people work 40 hours, that's part time. I'm like, why do you, like, why are you working that many fucking hours? And I, it's just, 
it's it, it's it's not impressive to me. I'm like, go the fuck home. Go be with your family. I'm like, enjoy shit now. Don't work every weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, I worked for a boss who he didn't give a fuck. Work was only that was the only thing he had. That was the only thing he yeah. fucking had. So we would work five to five in the summers, and work probably six a.m. till noon on Saturdays. And he, I remember he told me this one time. He goes, you know, not to plan shit on the weekends in the you summer. Don't. And I go. For the rest of my fucking life, you out of your fucking mind. I'm like, I'm not dedicating every fucking week. I'm not. The problem with it, with the trade that I'm in, every Saturday is free game. Like it is, it is. There's a you always have to fucking worry about that. Now, granted, you know you can get be like, I'm not coming in because I got this and that. Like you know, a lot of the shit isn't as important as like like a cop. Like I, if if it's not life or death, if I'm not at my job. But right, yeah, you got uh, fucking speaking of cops calling me. <laughs> I, I got the police calling me right now. <laughs> I'll, uh, nice. I'll take I'll take that fucking one later. Uh, he uh, it, it's 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 not a flex to have all these hours. I'm like, go home and enjoy your fucking life. And I'm like, I want to work a job where I work four tens. Like that's it. Like yeah. I want three days off. Like I will put in ten hours. You know, my new goal, because I'm trying to start the seasoning company, I'm like, my goal in life right now, and this is like, in five years, I want this to be true. I don't want to work Mondays ever again. I will work every other single fucking Mm -hmm. day. I will work 10 hours on Sunday. Don't give a fuck. I just never, because every time I get to a Sunday, I hit Monday. And Mondays... I've always hated since I was a kid because I was a start of school. I hated school. I was terrible in school. I fucking hated being there. I've had to have a lot of shitty jobs because I couldn't pay attention in school, couldn't go to college. Uh, so I just, I've had this natural hate for Mondays. Now I'm working my ass off to make sure that I never have to work Mondays. Again, I will work 10 hours. Fuck, I work 60 hours a week, 10 hours every day, except for Monday. Mm. Not that everyone's like, well, Tuesday's going to be your next Monday. I go, no, it's not. It's going to be Tuesday. It's the beginning of my week. It's the first day of my week <laughs> is Tuesday. I just, it's, it's, it's Monday. So, you, period. so then you're just going to hate your day off. No, I won't. I, I'll, I'll actually enjoy life because the <laughs> day I wake up like, fuck Monday, my only day off. <laughs> today, I, I have to take this day off just to be sad all fucking day. <laughs> yeah. like, you can cry yourself to it's like, fucking sleep and wake up. Just, oh God, this fucking sucks. I hate like, Monday so much. It's Monday. You know, I'm pissed off until uh, Monday Night Raw comes on. Then we're all good. But yeah. no, that's just. Well, a, that makes sense. <laughs> that's just a goal of mine because why not? You know, I like if I've got. That if if I can accomplish that, there's not much else in this life that I can't accomplish that won't make me happy. I just I just hate Mondays that fucking much that I never want to work another Monday ever again. It's fair. I mean, don't get me wrong, I will, but if I work in Mondays, I'm not coming in early. <laughs> yeah. But that's a that's a lofty goal. Whether it actually happens or not, who the fuck knows? I like there's no a chance that's what's that's what that's what's exciting about life, dude. There's a chance it might not, but like five years ago, do you think WCB would have been in the place they would be? Hopefully. We don't know. You you, you always wanted it, and now you see where it's at. It's Mm -hmm. like, but it's, you got to have that hustle. You got to have a hustle, and you got to have that ambition to want to, like, and like you're doing, like we're talking about, to step outside that, oh, cool, I'm just going to work just to pay for this house. You know? The comfort zone, man. 
yeah. the comfort zone. That, so, okay. Hey, let's bring that up real quick. So that's the problem with, um, you know, being pro 2A and being conservative and all this other stuff is that all of the creative minds are liberals. So that's why they're ahead of the game on so much stuff because oh, yeah. they're the ones out there. They're the ones willing to take the risk and be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to have a kid until I'm successful in doing, uh, I don't know, fucking whatever the fuck, whatever they want to do. I don't know, a lot of them get into tech jobs and that's why they own Silicon Valley. It's like conservatives aren't taking those risks. They're conservative. For a reason, like conservative inherently means like I don't want to take big risks. I just want to be consistent. I want to stay the same. That's what co- that's what conservative mm-hmm. means. I want to stay the same. So it's like all these people that are, that are progressive, they're okay with change. They're okay going outside their comfort zone and doing things. They're, they're not necessarily that they're, you know, they're they're not strong physically like you'd think about necessarily. But they are strong mentally where it's like they're kind of thinking like, I don't care if I take a risk and fail, so then I can just do something else, whatever. But that's that's the problem. That's why their progressives inherently mean like offensive. Like they're offensive in their tactics and we're constantly defensive. Yeah. You know? It's a... So that's the thing. Like you, got, you can't be scared. You can't be scared to take risks. You can't be scared to say what's right in your... What youth feels right. You can't be scared to do that stuff. You just got you got to be a little more open and you know more adaptable. Yeah, and you get you know and go for it, dude. It's like, yeah, you're talking about the creativity. I mean, there's no other than what common sense would say. There's not a lot of creative arguments as far as less gun control goes. There's not a lot of a uh, creative. Arguments, so it's like you said, man. It's just, yeah, you're just you're you're, yeah. you're you're staying in your comfort zone, and you're getting fucking demolished. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's getting demolished, yeah. and they're like, "Well, we want to hold these old values." I'm like, "Values fucking change," uh, and you got to get with but, the program. The thing is, you got to be you got to be progressive enough in your thoughts of being able to make your values seem cool to the next generation, because ultimately. Us in our thirties, our generation, we only matter for so long. Yeah. What really matters is the next generation. So that generation can grow up and say, I don't want to be like them because this is cool. You know what I mean? Like these values are cool for a reason. Like, okay, like having a gun is cool because I understand guns. I understand that they aren't inherently dangerous unless you take the weapon off safety, load that motherfucker, and start shooting stuff. Like the weapon itself is not dangerous. The person behind the weapon could be dangerous. Yes. So they need to understand what a gun is. They need to respect it. They need to understand in all these things, and they need to go out and they need to go shoot them and understand why they are cool because they are fucking cool. They, they are fucking and cool. The Guns people are that don't. Cool. They are cool, and the people that don't like them are ignorant. They're ignorant, and they don't understand it. They haven't shot enough. They haven't shot properly, or they're just scared. And either way, it's like okay, you're you, you. It's okay for you to have your own opinion, but don't come at it at such a such an idiotic level of understanding guns. Yeah, you don't understand them. 
you don't understand why other people like them. And again, so. with the, without the, you know, because now I'm going to start harping on it because I'm going to start uh, picking on a lot of what the now like big, like conservative, like the again, with nothing being an original thought, like I hate how some of the people in the gun world act when shit goes down and like when you start doing like the corny same shit that you're getting made fun of where mm-hmm. it's like this is the worst fucking thing and I hate seeing this because people just barbecue it. It's when they try to do like the family photo and everyone's got a gun in their hand. Oh yeah. Two things about and that. Half, only half of them are practicing proper trigger discipline. Yeah. The other half don't give a fuck. You know well, so it's like uh, Well sometimes dang. they make sure to go above and beyond and do that but I'm like alright I, I go I go, number one, my biggest thing about firearms is uh, you never let anybody know what you actually fucking have. You know, like that's uh, like yeah. there was this meme floating around that I thought was funny. It was uh, this guy had like, you know, all, like, all these gun stickers and he's like, come and take it to a supporter. And someone goes, oh, hey, look, it's the if I take a brick to the window, I get a free gun <laughs> truck. Yeah, <laughs> it's like or oh hey, it's the first stop for the ATF agents there down the road. Yeah, <laughs> or the uh, yeah the first. That's like like I got a problem with open carry too. It's like yeah, cool, you can express your right to open carry, but if someone decides to start opening fire, who's the first person they're gonna shoot? Oh, I see a guy with a gun. Better take him out first. Probably the, probably the threat. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like when uh, that's why I like when other people <laughs> open carry. I'm like, oh thank God, you're gonna get fucking blasted yeah. first. It's like then I can be the hero and it, I can actually mean something in this yeah, world. It's like you literally are poking your. <laughs> Hey, I'm finally gonna make a name for myself. What would happen? Well, see the yeah. uh, the one guy who had his uh, uh, six shooter on his hip got blasted. So then I pulled out my uh, my high point and I fucking destroyed this guy's kneecap. And then I uh, <laughs> I proceeded to beat him to death with it since it jammed. <laughs> yep. Even a reporter would be like, "You have a fucking high point? Where are you a a peasant? Yeah, what the fuck what is, is wrong it? with you? It was two hundred bucks, baby. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, that and it's like. it's it's the same people they're like you know god's guns and america i'm like man you you gotta start getting more creative and making it (sighs) people forget how necessary having a firearm is in a world of where people don't want you to have what you have Yep, it's pretty important. Pretty integral, actually. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of people who I, I I don't know. I'm oh, that's not an avenue I want to go down. I just I'm I'm just there needs to be a change with how people number one view firearms. I liked what um, what Colion Noir was doing. Colion Colion. Yep. I, I I can never pronounce yep. his name. Colion. Right. Colion Noir. And he's brought now like a different culture to the mix because when in america when we talk about gun owners everyone wants to be like all oh, these republican white men and it's like you've got these like white Colino. dudes out in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah these rural white dudes that don't matter basically and you forget some of the people who need firearms the most are probably mid 20 maybe early 20s uh black men because well you know who, where you, you know when gun gun control really started uh, when technically like when it really started catching wind when we really started catching wind when uh we abolished slavery and and uh black people got their rights got 
rights and stuff and are charged treated as as americans and then then the you know you always hear that thing where it's like oh yeah the democrats back in the day were the ones that wanted to keep slavery which is true and they're also the ones that implemented a lot of the jim crow laws and they're also the ones that implemented a lot of gun control laws they ditched all the other stuff they kept the gun gun control thing but the reason why gun control started getting really popular back in the day is because they were scared blacks were going to have guns so fear of a black planet in historically speaking gun control is racist yes very much so because when you make it harder for regular citizens to get firearms uh you still make it uh, easy you, you you just don't you're essentially putting hurdles in a sprint race and people who just get to buy like if you're gonna buy a gun illegally uh you know you're not filling out paperwork the only paperwork that's changing hands is cash um and then mm-hmm. it's yours to do uh do whatever you're gonna do there's you know there's not a lot of like waiting periods and, and it, like Drive-by shootings happen when somebody drives by. They're typically you don't have three days to prepare for one. So if you were, you know, buying a trying to buy a firearm and you happen to be walking down the street because you live in a big city where you don't need a car, and somebody has a car comes up and decides, hey, they if it's a mistaken identity, now you got no way to fight back. You're like shit again. It's like, hey, could you like like we're talking about crimes waiting? Can you make this happen Friday when I got a fighting chance? It's like, no, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. There's yeah. There's- so yeah, exactly. You're, you're that's a very good point. Where the waiting period, the mandatory waiting period, sure, maybe it'll it'll prevent a mass or prevent a shooting from happening right away. But you could also be preventing someone from potentially saving their own lives, their own life, or the life of other people. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, it's like, hey, come shoot me on Friday. That's when my gun gets here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be the, right. after the waiting period. <laughs> I'll be I'll be fucking ready for you Friday. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so, right. Oh uh, shit! I wasn't. Uh, they didn't have the uh, right kind of ammo because there was an ammo shortage. That's fucking mm-hmm. awesome too. <laughs> come come back when it's a fair fight. Because I, I, I right. think that's a uh, that's I I know they don't think this, and it's funny to say because dude, everybody that's trying to ban guns, go go run up on them, watch what gets pulled out on you. You know, it's like oh, well, don't actually don't do that. I'm not calling for you to do, that. do that. I'm saying hypothetically, if you ran up on somebody, um, they have uh, they have armed security. Some people are trying to ban guns, uh, <laughs> sold guns illegally. Hashtag uh, Leland Yee. Does anyone remember that fucking dude? No, I haven't. Oh, Christ. He was a big anti-gun politician. I think he was like a state senator in uh, California. and Or maybe he might have been. Illegally selling guns. Oh, yeah, dude. He he was like selling (laughs) of the cartel. It was fucking great. Oh, shit. Oh, he went there. During all the Fast and Furious stuff? I I wonder. Yeah, I got to. I heard his name like not too long ago, but. It's just, it's fucking hilarious, man. It's 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 no, politicians funny. like you act like this shit doesn't happen all the fucking time. It's like you said, dude. Oh, none, yeah. none of these gun laws. The only thing they want about these gun laws is they just want no one to have guns because they don't want shit to be dragged out longer. And plus, if you don't have a gun, you're a little bit yeah. more afraid because you're like, oh shit, we can't fight back. We just gotta listen to what they say. Plus, it's uh, we're in the, it's it, it's in their best interest. 
which name me i'll leave i'm sorry i was about to say name me one time the government actually had our best interest at uh heart right Yeah, didn't Yo, think so. <laughs> didn't tough. think so. That's tough. That's a tough one. <laughs> Dude, fuck. It's, it's 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 a dirty thing and I mean, it's politics. I just it's nice to see the sheriffs in Illinois standing up and saying, you know what, do we yep. don't agree with you? Which is good because now you have to have that balance of power. That's the beautiful thing about America is one doesn't rule them all. They're trying, nope. but right now one does not rule them all. And really, you know, you're you being able to defend yourself and not be outnumbered or outgunned is what's keeping the balance of them controlling every aspect of your life. It's just, it's the way it is. It's now how mm-hmm. this is. But it's that's the that's the beautiful thing about the about sheriffs saying that because they are outside of. Like they can't get fired by politicians. No, they can't. They, that is you an know, elected. Uh, the, that's an elected position. It's yeah. an elected position. They're not like this. Is what's weird is like sheriffs aren't politicians, but they have to play politician for a little bit during the election cycle. But most of the time, he'll just keep voting on the same sheriff because like he's doing fine. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's the beautiful thing about the sheriff and the sheriff's department is that it's an elected. The sheriff is an elected position, so he has a better control over his deputies because like, hey, if these deputies get out of fucking hand. And I ain't getting reelected. And he also has a duty to do what he says he's going to do because the people are going to vote him out. And if he knows, if he knows the people of his county and they're all pro two A, he's like, guns are bad. I'm coming door to door and taking your guns. That motherfucker ain't going to have a job. Uh, no, next election cycle. You know, so, no, that that is the perfect. Uh, that that's the only. The sheriff's department. The the sheriff is the only true politician to their word because of the fact that if crime keeps getting out of hand they're not getting reelected if they do want to be a mm-hmm. move up in political office they can keep their deputies in line so they're like hey in like four years when i decide i want to run for either mayor state senate or try to get into politics yep. or just try to get in there because the, then they're like they're the ones that actually have to do their job now whether they want to do it or not you know, or whether they want to do it the right way or not, they have to do it this way in order for them to either springboard their political career. So it's it's kind of a it's kind of a weird fucking area if you, if you if you, if you think it about is. it. And I'm not saying that. I mean, there there has to be just by numbers. There has to be a couple of crooked, you know, uh, county sheriffs out there. But for the most part, they're trying to do the right for sure. thing. But for so, so I guess going back to our point, what was the last time the yeah. government did the right thing for you? I would say a lot of a lot of the county sheriffs out there, for the mm-hmm. most part. Aside from like, I do, I do have to say one thing. I'm about to fucking piss my pants. Oh, go pee, go pee. Okay, you want to end this so podcast? So we need to take a little pause here. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can well, pause it. I, yeah, we we it was we're at where are we at? We're at like two hours now. Oh, where are we? At? I can't even see that. Holy shit, we are at two hours. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, we can. So go how about ahead. we just close out? We can always get back on. Yeah, we can run someday. We can wrap this so. one up right here. Jesus Christ, it's yeah. been two hours. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap so, this up here. Yeah. What I'm going to say real quick, just if you will, Go um, going all the way back to what we were talking about, like being creative and how the conser- how conservative movements and stuff are kind of dull. It's like that's one thing 
you know, I'm trying to get across in my podcast and victory drive is that I'm trying not to be dull. We're not, yeah. I, there's a lot of gun podcasts that are out there that are very much just like, Hey, you know what? This is a good bullet, bullet weights, trajectories, beast, <laughs> ballistic coefficients, all this stuff. It's very good to, knowledge to have, but it's kind of dry. Like I'm trying to keep my podcast nice and light entertaining while you can also learn something hopefully throughout the ramble. And we're going to be talking a lot about this stuff, like gun rights and everything else, too. So that's kind of that final plug on that one. Hey, hell yeah. Keeping it creative. Yeah, so um, go check out the Victory Drive podcast. It is uh, is it on the working class feed? I remember I just Googled it uh, nope. and I found it. So it's on its own. It's on its own feed. Um, Perfect. Yeah, we start, I started out right on my own feed. Kurt, you know, it's like eventually we're – you know, CC Hunt Files is Clint's thing. Yeah. And he's going to eventually be moving off onto his own feed and stuff too, I think. It's kind of, we're in the middle of a transition period and I'm kind of, I start out on my own feed. So I won't be on the word class feed. I'll be on my own feed. So I'm a, I'm with word and class in under the umbrella, but I have my own feed. Gotcha. So at. I'll, so, uh, we don't want, we don't want to clog up the working class feed with a bunch of shows eventually we're all going to be on our own feeds doing our own thing but under the same umbrella so hell yeah dude it's like when all the wu-tang members went solo baby hey I like to see it but you're still wu-tang <laughs> yeah exactly wu-tang forever but uh odb and ghostface raekwon method man yeah. rizza jizza all their uh inspected deck yeah like like I'm not just flexing. I'm just thinking of all the solo records that I have mm-hmm. as vinyl. Um, but yeah, you uh, you go pee. I'm going to do my uh, final closing thing. I will uh, okay. put um, Victory Drive podcast link will be in this uh, description. Guys, thanks for uh, hanging out. As long as you Perfect. did, go check that uh, podcast out. If you want to learn more about firearms um, or if you got anything that uh, you disagree with and you want to message me, you know where to find me. I'm on uh, Instagram. That uh, that. Strange Stevie Pod. Oh shit! Uh, I'm trying to open this without <laughs> without calling someone back. But yeah, I'll have uh, all of uh, all the links in here, and uh, I think that is going to uh, do it for us. So again, thank you for tuning in. If you want to hear uh, some more shit, eventually we're gonna get uh, Jacob back on here for a uh, uh, working class Patreon exclusive. So that one will get uh, even more wild. Until then, the Wu Tang slang is mad fucking dangerous. Later.